Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another Saturday is here. What up, what up, what it do? Lost in the script, episode 139. Who you? Who is you? Who your folks? <laughs> How y'all doing? Another Saturday is here. Another week has passed. Hope you had a stress-free week as possible. How y'all doing? Uh... Shout out to George. Every time Travis says us on important black issues, I ask him the same thing as the title. Shout out to Uncode. George, what up? Be sure to hit that like button. Says Uncode. Uh, Love Cole the intro. Say, okay. Shout out to Rosie. What up, Rosie? Smiles. <laughs> How y'all doing another week? How you feeling right now? How you feeling? I feel good. How about you? I feel good. You, 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 the way you say, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. All right. <laughs> um, shout out to Ashley RL89. Shalom. What up, what up, what up? Shalom, shalom. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, we're gonna talk about a lot more. I, I still haven't got a chance to get around to watch um the book of Clarence. But I really want to watch that movie. I've heard that it's a good movie. I really want to get around to watch it. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> watch that Hopefully soon. so. Hopefully so. Anyway, we can get right into it. I'm gonna start with another the NAAC, NAACP Image Awards, Coleman Domingo, AO. Adebri, Victoria Monet, and Usher Lee, NAAC, NAACP Image Award nominations. You know, I heard somebody say before that award shows are used to sell people, particularly movie, well not movie, uh, music awards is ran by labels more so than actual artistry. And the same thing can be said for award shows, as we've always said, people only get awarded for certain categories because they know that it would lend them to get more um, credentials as far as awards in certain movies. So this guy called Cole Domingo, obviously he's been, he's more likely going to win, run through all these awards because of uh, that movie. Um, Rustin. Rustin. He's being pushed in the industry. I still haven't watched Rustin. Have you I don't plan on watching it. <laughs> NWCPA sucks. So who gives a damn? It's like the BET awards. Yeah. The BET awards. Which one is more important? Do we hold any credence to either one? Um, they both used to hold credence. I'm not so sure about now. Well, I I did see some. I haven't watched the movie Rustin, so I won't give an actual opinion on it. But I will say that I did see people say that in the movie. And I don't know if this is true or not. In the movie, they did imply certain things about MLK, as far as what his sexuality. On Cole said neither are relevant. Not right now. I agree at this point. No. Uh, Victoria Monet is a new artist. They're trying to, uh, not a new artist, but they're trying to break her into mainstream completely. Let me just go. I want to show nominations. Did anything, we went through this last night. We just looked through this randomly. Did anything about this stand out to you? As far as? Anything. Nothing. Well, not surprised. How the Color Purple got a lot of nominations. Rustin. Um, they put a lot of, in the music category, they put a lot of Afrobeat artists. On a lot of Usher too. Usher as well. And Chris Brown. And Sierra. Yeah. Uh Victoria Monet. I don't know who the fuck that is. I, I, Duke what, seems to know who that is. What we're really getting down to is there's like eight people 
and every award <laughs> it's the same people all oh, the whole night <laughs> never never have i watched the naacp don't plan on watching it this year yeah never watched it but uh shout out coco jones though you know i'm just saying anyway what about her i just sent a shout out just sent a shout out okay <laughs> all right uh cole coleman domingo bullshit to direct and star in nat king cole biopic you know who should have played uh nat king turner all this hodge from underground, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he about looks him. like uh, he oh, looks like him. All dressed. He looks like uh, Nat King Cole. They're both six one, and both are dark skinned dudes. They they look like one another. He should have played uh, Nat King Cole, not no damn uh, Coleman Dominguez. I can agree with that somewhat. Uh, talent sucks. Standards are low. So all this is the drizzling shit. Shout out to Kifa. What up, Kifa? All this, all this Hodge should have played. But it's the same Coleman thing. Coleman Domingo, because he he's he's Black American. Tetherfest twenty four. But his hold on, Coleman Domingo's mother is Black American. We don't care about that no more. But I'm gonna say this: a lot of the times with these type of actors, they clearly, they clearly, remember Coleman Domingo's name came up when Jonathan Majors was officially. Uh, fired from the uh, Kane situation with Marvel. Coleman Domingo's name came up immediately. Now, I don't know if that was just them putting his name in headlines or if he's somebody they really are looking at. The cracker has a replacement theory, so they're trying to replace us. <laughs> but uh, Coleman Domingo, you notice what happened with a lot of these artists, I mean, not artists, all these actors. What's his name? Um, the one who played Fred Hampton? Who was in Get Out? Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. A lot of these foreign actors, they get one chance at a movie and then they run on a spree of black American historical film because it's easy to get that job. And they are award hunting. It's hard not to get nominated for an award when you're playing a, a black historical figure. True. They're going to, regardless of what we feel about these people and how much they mean to us and our culture, when you look at the Grammys or not Grammys, sorry, when you, listen, when you look at the Oscars and all the other stuff, they want to pander to a certain audience. So they're going to get you nominations. And getting nominated for an Oscar almost is as much as being is winning one. Yeah, it gives you some esteem. So they'll go on a run where they'll just get, they'll just do four or five biopic movies just to get noticed. So what, dude? I'm blacker than you. Crackers' birth rates are falling fast, so they're trying to take us down. They control <laughs> the narrative. Well, they also tell you that those um, foreign actors are thespians. They're yeah, they're practiced. Uh, Actors and actresses and they're quote unquote better. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want him to do this movie? No. Uh give all this Hodge a call. <laughs> and and yeah. buddy. Also along with this, you know a Michael Jackson um movie is coming out. I don't his, know why. How many his, more Michael Jackson movies do we need? His nephew will be playing him and it says Coleman Domingo to play Patriarch Joe Jackson in Lionsgate and Universal's so, Michael Jackson biopic. Coleman Michael. Domingo is six two. Joseph Jackson is five nine, no well, five eight, I believe. Well, they can make you what height they can make whatever, make you whatever height they need in the movie. So Anthony Mackey could have played. Damn, you got, you got uh, Mac- Joseph Jackson. Jackson. He's five ten. Anthony Mackey playing Joe Jackson. Why? Oh, no. Why not? Anthony Mackey. Did I know the one who always got a little uh the little smile everything? <laughs> Why can't he play the role? He don't look like him. Do we care if they look like him? He looked more like him than Coleman Domingo do. Understandable. But do we care if they look like the person anymore? Because we, we remember they can make what you I look tur- like him. I contain it didn't really look like 
And she, they did a great job. So we don't care about how they look. We care about just about the acting. Sometimes right? the acting will take over the fact that they, the appearance doesn't match. So that's what we care about. It varies. Okay. I still, I still want to ask you what you got between the Temptations and Five Heartbeats movies. <laughs> they gave you crackers and turned you into the crack, crack because you can't do mothers to change the tetherum. They're going to put themselves in AI. AI is fucking Merlin. up everything. Y'all remember the movie Bamboozle, Damon Wayne, Spike Lee. Yes, Before this year is over the internet, as we know, it will be totally fake thanks to AI. Y'all see what the AI thing, thing is about to cause? The, uh, we're going to get to a Taylor Swift, not alone. We, I'm just going to bring it up. Taylor Swift led to X changing rules. Because That's a white happened. woman. It's crazy how shit shake. Once again, woman. the white woman, when shit happens to Earth, it's scorched Earth. They're merging AI tip. with phones, banking, uh, counseling food, and the internet. And I want to do, we're going to go back to this Marlon Wayans thing. He had another interview. And we're going to talk more about directly what he said rather than us reacting to him saying he's him defending quote-unquote dress because obviously he wore one. So let's play this. I'm not going to tear nobody down to build somebody up. And people got to get back into, you know, the positivity of building people up. You don't see any other race of people tearing people down the way black people do. Right. We are our own worst enemies and we have to stop that. I don't, I'm never going to support. But you know what, Marlon, we're looking at 50, 50 million probably now. I'm pretty sure in County. Right. And of course, all the clips from Cat Williams were, Cat goes at Steve. Cat goes at said, and, and those things, man. He's well, not wrong for venting and, right. what he's venting because that's that man's experience, right? And so my, I can't strip him of and that. And that's what I, I I can't sit and and you know I know everybody too, so I didn't trip off of it, but I tripped off of how that was the things that went up. Now I I literally I haven't watched anything that long ever, but the negativity <laughs> is what got it to fifty million. The Ten Commandments. But baby. when you watch it. <laughs> People didn't bring up, oh, he paid for Melbourne Moore Star. Right. They didn't bring up, oh, you know, right. he's a fa- uh, fa- I don't want to show that to say. There's been this, people been saying this forever, um, to never put celebrities in a position of influence. Let them be entertainers only. Never go to them for social, political, or community discussions. It's becoming more and more apparent that people are trying to do that but you do have a certain level of respect for some entertainers that it can be difficult to tell them to shut the fuck up. Do you view Marlon Wayans as somebody to just tell, shut the fuck up? Yes. Would you say the same thing to Cat Williams? Um, It depends on what Cat Williams is saying. Well, is it, does it depend on what Marlon Wayans is saying? It depends on what he's saying. Sometimes they give some insight and tell some truth, and sometimes they're talking bullshit. So... I, that's a whole other question when I ask what is truth. What are we talking about? As far as? When when these people come up, because he's t- basically come out to defend and push this idea that black people are the only ones who criticize their community at the level they do. Um, and, and that's, that's not, not true. true. <laughs> Give some examples. Arab people, Mexicans. Do, do, do y'all realize how Mexican people from Mexico Talk about Mexican, Mexicans in America. They have a name for them. What's the name they got for them? I don't know the name because it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it. speak Spanish. Oh, God. The way Mexican-Americans view Mexicans in Mexico is totally different. 
Why do you think all the border, not all, but a lot of the border patrol agents is Mexican? They view them as a parasite to vanquish. When you start talking about uh, different versions of diaspora, how an is how a, a quote unquote Jew in America would speak about an Israeli Jew in Israel, it's the same criticisms. Why is it as black people we're not allowed to criticize a black person and say you want some bullshit without somebody saying it's hate? I think because we're already being beat down in not so, in the in uh, like crime rates and all sorts of things. So then to have other things piled onto it. Isn't like the best people way, may see that as isn't the best way to correct isn't the best way to fix things is correction that's true so if the community is saying we don't want this this is not a standard we want to get behind you should just stop doing it instead of trying, instead of trying to make us accept, accept it, it. <laughs> if you're doing certain things in your movies and we're telling you we're tired of this stop doing this we don't accept this and you keep doing it then you need to search for a new audience but then when we don't support Oh, black people don't support that. Da, 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 da. They don't go watch the movie. No, you're not making the movies they want to see. True. Like whatever you want to think about Black Panther, the first one, people went and saw that movie because it was a regular movie. It was about a. It was a story. It wasn't a trauma. Well, actually, it kind of was. I'm lying. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's character was kind of the trauma character, but you know, it kind of fucked up my point. But whatever. <laughs> With certain things, you just don't want. You can't push it on. No, just continue the video. Father, right. foster father to seven kids. Right. You know, when comedians are on right. stage, he'll send one of his ladies up, up to give them a thousand dollars to a he, comedian. He paid for his own specials that he found yeah. his own way. Those are the things that the audience needs to extract. We keep extracting what is negative. Yeah, How do we live in a positive way when all we do is digest what is negative about the life. People aren't methylating nope. their life experience the right way. I'm here to get the best nutrients out of life and out of the experience. And I, I mean, and that's what we need to celebrate more. I'm tired of the rhetoric of, oh, you sell out <laughs> in Hollywood because you wore a dress. Negro, I wore a dress. It's called White Chicks. You know what we did? We did a classic. Only black people sit there and go, man, our brother's wearing dresses. Oh, so white people, when they wear dresses, when Robin Williams wears a dress Miss and Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, he's brilliant. Always comparing, know, always comparing yourself to white people. This is always, man. Is First always. Black Panther was a shit. Killmonger rules. Uh, shout out to Mark Gordon. What up, what up, what up, Mark? Technology puts us away from nature, not natural. We should be using the dark web. Hard to listen to someone who sacrificed his son to woke Hollywood. That's a good one, it was designed to be the way on code. That's the that's the Chase Bank branch. No in Los Angeles with no tellers and, no, <laughs> and only ATM machines. They about to get rid of money. We talked about that months ago. We're how talking about sales, Baphomet. There's certain banks that don't even accept cash. They're already, they're already pushing that situation, but yeah. When Tom Hanks wears um a dress in bosom, bosom buddies, buddies, oh, He's brilliant, right? Mm -hmm. But who's saying he's brilliant? <laughs> when you bring up Robin Williams and Tom Hanks, who's saying he's brilliant? Who's what makes him that? brilliant because he has on a dress and running around acting like a woman? What made him brilliant? My point is, it's not black people saying that they're brilliant. <laughs> it's <True>. them. <laughs> yeah. Onko, <laughs> you know, that's not a good idea. Look at who produced uh, Cat Netflix and who produced Dave Chappelle. 
Was it Jews? Tiny hats, probably. They can't control the dark web. It is sad to keep defending the dress wearing. It's wrong, white or black. It's all a part of the agenda. Well, yeah, we only a- use 10% of the internet. The dark web is dark as fuck. Might as well sip tea to Satan. <laughs> right, let's move on. Uh, I really couldn't find... <laughs> I couldn't come up with a person <laughs> that could possibly play this. Uh, right, that's the question. Who's saying they're brilliant? Not anyone I know. Facts on Cole. Whole other world. Shout out to Empress Regiba G7. Peace, love, and soul. Train to my Saturn's Day Tribe chat via Duke and Travis. Oh, what it? Oh, you're a guy. Okay. Wore the dress. Yeah, we. It's just you know we we get into the the thing the reason why they're wearing the dress and all that other stuff. It'll be a whole different conversation. But yeah. All right. The Book of Eli. If y'all don't know the movie Book of Eli, it's a very good film. I highly, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen it. The older film. Uh, I really like Book of Eli and the message that it was sending. Um, you can look at you that movie. Seen it. It's one of those movies where when we when we were doing movie breakdowns, this is one of the movies that I would have would have done. Very good movie. The Book of Eli prequel series starring John Boyega from uh, Films Creative Team hits marketplace. So they're going to turn the Book of Eli into a prequel series. Book of Eli obviously is about a man who is chosen by the Most High to spread the message of the, the scripture to save the word of the scriptures. He put it in his memory and uh, he was trying to get across the country to California, I believe, to help write the new Bible. And uh, um, in the whole book, in the whole movie, it was telling about how dangerous the Bible is because the knowledge can be used as a negative thing to control and manipulate people, but also has a positive thing can be used to do. And uh, what y'all think about John Boyega doing a prequel series of this movie? What do you think? Uh, I didn't watch the Book of Eli, so I don't plan on watching the uh, pre-sequel. We're going to watch the Book of Eli. The series. You want to watch the Book of Eli? No. Why? It's I don't movie. want to. You will like it. It's a very good movie. I don't want to. Why didn't they uh, Why didn't they cast Denzel's son? That's what I was thinking to uh, Mark Gordon. I thought he would have been a good but, fit but it, for that. But the show is 30 years prior. Okay. So if in the movie when um when Dizzy originally did a movie, wasn't he like fifty something? Early sixties? Maybe fifty something? Possibly. So you need somebody in their twenties. Having his son who's in his forties play a twenty year old, I don't know if that'll work. I don't know if Denzel's son could play this. Denzel role. is too black, too strong for Travis. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so, you've been around him, you would know, I guess. The Book of Eli is a very good movie. Regina Keeper says it's a pretty good movie. Uh, George, <laughs> George talking shit. Um, honestly, he did They Call Tyrone. And you liked it, didn't you? I liked it, Jamie's character. But don't do not do the bullshit. You like the movie the same way everybody else liked the movie. I, it, it is what it is at this point, like I said. This is this role. Would this role be considered a black? Let American? me know when they create something new. Jeez. <laughs> would this Jeez. role? Would this role be considered a black American role? It it would until they gave a part to him. I'm saying, would it's a movie about a man? There's no nationality to it. They didn't even have to make him American. You talking about for this? Yeah. They would. But why? Hmm. They know who here. Oh, look at him. He's talking shit. All right. <laughs> All right. 
Every DuVernay felt compelled to adapt a nonfiction bestseller uh, into a character-driven narrative. I'm not going to go too deep in this. I only want to say this. From what I've seen about this movie that she has coming out called, or this uh, production she has coming out called Origin, it seems like... Uh, Hold on. What? So Origin aims to link the violent uh, repercussions of American slavery to horrific crimes yeah. of the Holocaust to India's degrading caste system and a narrative that combines gnawing grief with a clinical or reoccurring sense of history. So basically, they're going to try to compare the Jewish... They're linking Holocaust. it all together. And you go, to be doing that right now seems political. Like, seeing this is a political move. You're doing this on purpose to tie black people. Shout out to Dreaky Drake. Oh, what up, what up, what up? I think it's Drake Deaky. He said Dreaky. Huh? <laughs> Drake Deaky. Deaky, I guess. You know what I, I, yeah, I, I know. You know what I do. George, uh, they all say, what's up? No fake message. <laughs> so they're tying it together, making it comparable. What do you think about that? Um, I think they always put out movies when there's Something. a lot of stuff going on, like the Israel, Hamas, uh, Hamas a Palestine thing that's going on. And then you know that her love interest in the movie is a white man. I'm sure it is. The dude is uh, from, what's the name of the show I used to like? What? On Netflix, I don't know. It was a Marvel movie. They it was a Marvel show. They took it off. The dream, the dream shit. Not the dream shit. Um, I don't know. He took the his wife started falling in love with him. Oh, um, not Rem. Uh, what's the name? Punisher. The Punisher. He's her love interest in the movie. You know he's a Jew. Yeah. He's Jewish. Which is why they push this black Jewish thing in the movie. But you know, it's Avery DuVernay. They all they giving the black women their white hunks. You keep they giving their hunks in the movies now. Every cent what's the name said that line, you've been throwing it in their face. Because that's what they like. <laughs> I own that book just now learning a carbon uh, woman wrote it. I didn't know either. I saw Idris playing a genie with uh Holly Field bitten ears who eventually found white. Love, man. Oh, you're talking about um, thousand. What's it called? Remember that movie we watched? I don't know. Thousand years of yearning. Thousand years of yearning or something. They always want the sympathy for the empathy of the black lives. You consistently shit on it. Is she a feminist? Ava DuVernay. I, yes, I would say the woman who wrote the book. Uh, I, I'm Ava DuVernay surprised. is a sorority. She's with uh, AKA. What are they? AKA what? Uh, Alpha. What, that's it. Alpha yeah. AKA, I guess. Travis um, Love, some white male role models. That's your best. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hey, homie, that played Punisher hard as fuck. Uh, yeah, Punisher was a good show. It was alright to me. I just just understanding the actual comic is how it went, but it was just weird. They made his wife. Yeah, I, I got pissed off. Boule, I got pissed off when uh, I like the Punisher. Yeah, but yeah, we know this is all a propaganda film. Um, and then once again. This was only greenlit for one reason. There's a reason why this this was greenlit. She got the backing to do this movie. There's a there's a propaganda behind it. Now we. All right, now I want to show. Because <laughs> we talking about foreign people playing quote unquote black American Shug roles. Knight, AKA also known as Boule. AKA is also known as Boule. Uh. We've been talking. We were talking about foreign people playing Black American roles, quote unquote Black American roles. She gave up the backing. 
And Suge Knight had some comments. Did you see this? Suge Knight had some comments about um, the people getting the roles over, quote unquote, like Americans. So let's see what he had to say. But now when you look at it, Sugar, aka. They don't <laughs> use black American actors and actresses to play these roles as much, including Oprah. They would rather go get a guy from who's British, uh, out the UK, mainly British, right? Yeah. These guys might have black skin, but they don't walk like us in the United States. They don't talk like us in the United States. They can't relate to us in the United States. So what they do, they got to get a, a person from the United States, a black person from the United States, to teach that person how to act, how to walk, how to be black. Don't nobody got to teach us how to be black. So already, we born black. Big difference. So even if you take, <clears throat> you take John Singleton, rest in peace, family to me, always have been, even though he's not here. Yeah, John Singleton. Sound like George. That's make, what I was gonna say. <laughs> people relate to what we was going through. And at the same time, Snowfall. You good to get a guy? I think he from British some up boy. So now you got to get a person from the inner cities to be on the set, right? Anytime um, <laughs> they get ready to film, you got to have a person from the inner cities to teach him how to be black, teach him how to act like a black man. That man is teaching him how to act like a black man. Why not let that man do the, uh, had a part instead of the guy from British? Matter of fact, he started hanging with... Uh, this call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. Michael B. Jordan or whatever, he telling him how to be black so mother much like he's from the United States. Next thing you know, he's talking <laughs> Steve Harvey's daughter, whatever her name is, you know. So <laughs> we just giving... We giving all our swag away and not saying it's a difference between us and them. But what about home? If we we both turn around to make sure more black actors and actresses is getting these roles and getting these part because if they making money, that means it's gonna be less homeless people in the United States. Cause I'm quite sure if it was a man or a woman, when they make some money, not, not only is they taking care of themselves, they're doing something for their family, they're doing something for their friends, they're doing something for these foundations. And like I said, every person you look at, even you got a guy that British playing Martin Luther King, you got a guy that over have British playing every black part of what it is, every black part, every black role is somebody else. <clears throat> That makes no sense to me. <laughs> Shout out to last name first. Oh, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Cindy oh. Portier was from the islands, so he didn't relate to the black experience, but I digress. 100. Sydney and foreign blacks are of the new era. The burn of Jim Crow, all the heavy lifting wasn't done at that time. Uh, Webb Du Bois, sounding name Porter. <laughs> All LA dudes sound the same. <laughs> Shout out to Craig Council. Oh, Craig. <clears throat> no, we don't, Craig. But I was, I mean, he right. If you right. I mean, he he's saying, he, obviously what everybody else is saying, uh, even Suge Knight is saying and making the same point. 
about them giving all these roles to foreigners. So <laughs> even should. Not. I mean, we've been saying this for how many yeah, years? We ain't gotta. <laughs> Black uh, British actors are docile and easier to tame and manipulate. Uh, let me ask y'all a question. I, by I the think way. they just take lesser amount uh, payment. Let me ask y'all a question, role. by the way, because um, a little while ago, I went back and watched the episode of The Wire. Well, I seen, you know how YouTube start recommending clips. So I watched a few clips of The Wire of some very um, more popular scenes that existed in the show. And there was a scene where they were sitting in the, uh, remember when they were in the, and you know, I realized in that scene, it just Elba's accent was garbage. It's reconnected. OBS, I mean not OBS, uh, Idris Elba's, he, his accent is really bad in that show. But because Boston has such, not Boston, sorry. Baltimore. Baltimore has such a extreme, yeah. they have, they have yeah. such an extreme um, uh, accent, we didn't notice it. When I was listening to it, I said, he sounds like a British dude trying to sound like a person for Baltimore. He was terrible. But you know, that just could, could be me. Looking back now, I heard some Virginians that's kind of got that accent too. That the Northern. Oh, I ain't never heard that. Oh, hold on. Africans are comfortable with white people. They don't identify with slavery. Same for Euro and foreign players in sports. Oh yeah, the NBA. George, please. <laughs> Man, well, all the role, all the roles from white American males, especially, they're losing them to Australians, Australians, and obviously UK dudes, but mainly Australians. They're taking all their jobs. I don't know what it is about Australian. They just cooking them white American dude. <laughs> They're actively losing all their jobs. But uh, I want to play a clip now of an interview that was done with uh, the creator of the Black American Heritage flag. His daughter made some comments that uh, got some people in a tizzy. And I was going to say a tizzy. <laughs> <laughs> got some people making some comments. Frank Hamill is uh, Superman. Uh, bloody mates. Bloody mates. <laughs> Uh, Bloody hell. All right, uh, so let me play this. Black American Heritage Flag represents all of us. Uh, those of us who have um, slave lineage and even those who've come here from the African diaspora because it is about living here in America as a black person, as black people. And that's what this flag represents. As you can see, she, she said that they had a whole room on hush. <laughs> so she made the comments that her father made this flag to represent all of anybody who's quote unquote of African descent in America. No, they don't represent Africa. Now that makes that made the uh, Pan African say, you know, I had told y'all FBA that what it's before, what it was about. Yeah. But uh, somebody else said y'all taking it out of context. This is another clip of her saying something okay. that's a little different. <laughs> I have a question. Is there a difference with the Black American Heritage flag and the RBG flag created, I believe, by Marcus Garvey? Uh, are they similar or is there a difference? Um, well, they're different. Um, and I guess, you know, this this flag w was created by my father and Gleason, and they took it as far as they could. I mean, Gleason died a year after they um, created it. But, um, you know, this flag was, is based on the experience of the black American and that's it. Um, the other flag. So right here, she's saying, so she's is, contradicting herself. And I think that's kind of the point. She probably is not as involved in these type of topics about 
who it represents and don't. So her first, <clears throat> the first comment was taken as her saying it's for everybody who's black. But right here she's saying it's for the black American experience. <laughs> Wrapping up for February, can we can we skip black history and focus on black feature, futures? It's so 19th century. <laughs> focus on black futures. Well, do we need a black futures month? <laughs> Is that what we need? Focus on the future? Although, let's be honest, like 90% of the actual history is not even taught. So we talk about every uh, black history, we talk about the same 15 people, if that. We need uh, a flag. Y'all want to be Moors. <laughs> Moors believe they are sovereign citizens who have a deal with the U.S. government. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that shit. What? <clears throat> All right, George. <laughs> you know, it was some point it was going to be talked about. Let's focus hard. <laughs> All right. Dave Chappelle calls out Cat Williams for dissing other black comedians. Why are you drawing ugly pictures of us? He made comments on stage asking the question. We're going to play the video here. It's this. He only eats the niggas. He didn't say anything about any of these white boys. And none of these white boys function like that. And Cat is one of the best painters in the game. So why are you drawing all ugly pictures? Of us. Stop. And can't and, and can't and hurt people hurt people, but I'm a hurt person that never hurt people. And he does it all the time. Fuck this one and fuck that one and fuck this one. But nigga, I didn't anything that you did wrong. He didn't do nothing wrong. Cat didn't do nothing wrong. And wreck. TV. I'm gonna bring a bitch with a black guy. Cat did this to me. He, Cat was talking about shit that niggas did to other niggas, but not about anything that niggas did to him. If I told my story, it would break your heart. Your heart. If I told my story, damn it right. would break your heart. On uh, last name first, damn right. And never. Effort told on anybody. And as clumsy as she is, I don't disagree with Cat. He be telling the real shit. And hey, this one's fucked up this way, and that one's fucked up this way. Yes, nigga, that is true. But why would you say that? Because all of us are trying to be in a better situation. Can we get over it? Okay, so Dave Chappelle made those comments. Um, he said that he painted a picture only of black people in a negative way. Even though he did bring up Joe Rogan, says Joe Rogan always bringing those unfunny comedians up there who have never been funny. He brought up uh, a bunch of, he didn't use names when he mentioned executives, but he would tell you who they were as far as their position. He brought up Weinstein. And then you made a good point. What was your point about this, uh, about him saying he didn't speak on white people? Who, Dave? Yeah. I forget. What did I say? I forgot. You made a point that why do we care? Why do we need to speak on white people? Well, you know, they always do that. 
every time you talk about black people, they have to make a comparison that, oh, white people do this, blah, blah, blah. Just the same recycle shit over and over. So I would imagine you disagree with his. Who, Dave? Yeah. Fuck Dave. <laughs> That's your hero, though. Who says my hero? You love Dave Chappelle. You be, you be creating narratives. I don't create narratives. I just tell the fucking you truth. You said Tim Scott was my guy. You fuck with Tim. You said I forgot the other person's name. I did. Now you're saying that I'm a fan of Dave Chappelle. Hell, you want to start a whole fan club for him. <laughs> Look at this. See? This is the bullshit I'm talking about. Fuck Dave. <laughs> All right. You go said, further. Are you gonna go further and say what you want to say? This again, I'm, I'm trying to lead you into it. Up in but the chat you you actually kind of scary, honestly. I said that Cat Williams to me is the best comedian alive. So that canceled out Dave Chappelle for me. I don't really care for him, to be quite honest with no, no, you. No, 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 no. Say what you said. What I say about Dave? About Dave? Say it. I said Dave ain't that funny. He's overrated. He is overrated. Okay. You want to expound on it some more? Yeah, go ahead. What makes him overrated? I'm done. What makes him overrated? Y'all overrate him. (laughs) (laughs) Dude like them old gums, huh? (laughs) 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 Fucking all gums and no damn teeth. Yep. (laughs) Cat Williams and Bernie. You damn straight. Man, y'all lying. A lot of y'all lying right now. Y'all hold on. Let's be real. Y'all really lying in the chat right now, too. In his first special, he had one uh, leg rolled up on that Illuminati shit. Phone day confirmed Jamie Foxx is packed out and not here. Y'all really lying right now. Y'all About what? Seen, y'all saying Cat Williams is the funniest man on the planet, but y'all don't really go to, go to his shows. How you know what they don't do? You're he's not to... selling out every show. Who? Cat Williams. How you know he's not selling out every show? Because the numbers are there. He's not. Okay. So y'all think he's just funny, but y'all don't go watch him. Not, every, not if all of us can travel to I'm where he is. I'm not talking about you in particular. I'm talking about in general. All these 50 million. Y'all go support him. I'll actually watch it. You special. act like you act like black people are not out here struggling. The specials are free. Well, not free, free, but some people got kids. Oh, so you don't want to? Okay, he the funniest man in the world, but they don't want to go. Okay, can't find a babysitter. All right. <laughs> Dave, Dave sold, sold out. out. Dave wore the dress twice. Yeah, Trevor Dude to get... didn't want to play the video because Hold that's on, his pause. boy. Y'all, anybody who was here, did we not click through the video of Dave Chappelle? Wearing the lipstick and the dress. No, we did the, not. Next to the Jewish dude. I don't we remember the that. Video Two of weeks ago, we talked dress. about it. I don't remember you having we that up there. We talked about it when Cat, when he, when he, Corey, when the interview first happened. That was two weeks ago, or three weeks ago now, I think. Corey said Dave is funny when it when it comes to film and TV, but he said Dave isn't as funny when it comes to stand up. I, I think it's the opposite. I think Dave is funnier in his stand up than in movies, honestly. Uh, his special is the best. I think they are both funny. Dude, take a pic with your current FUBU gear. <laughs> he still does that uh, 6K, 10K arenas. You still a LeBron fan? Stern, yes, you did. It's so he's saying, yes, you did show the Stern video? Yeah. The, the, yeah, I told y'all so showed it. I don't remember it. But you know, they would confirm uh, whatever you, you say. Here you go. Whatever you say, they confirm it. Point of matter is, I agree with... Uh, I disagree with uh, Dave Chappelle. I don't think you need to speak against white people if you, the people who wronged you is black. That don't even make sense. But he did mention white people if you needed him to. Like, if you need him to mention white people, he did. Um, that's why he got an invite from Joe Rogan. And I don't know if he's going to... I hope he don't go. I hope he don't do the Joe Rogan show. hope he stand on what he said. We don't need to go over there to get these numbers. Duke the man until he co-signed on Travis shit. 
<laughs> Corey is funny, but his whole stand-up is basically black women bashing. Last 15 years, remove the black woman jokes, and what do we have? <laughs> I will agree. Corey is very oh, uh, ratchet, ghetto, baby mama, bitches ain't shit type comedy. Well, he's probably speaking of his personal experiences. Corey is a very, uh, I want to use the word bitter. What's the word you would use? Bitter. I guess you would say that. He's had a lot of experiences. I mean, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all saw the clip, the show he just did where he was talking about his daughter. What do you say about his daughter? What he been said, what I've heard him say before. She's just like a mama. Fuck her. Oh, she ain't shit? Yeah, he said she ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said she only called him what she wants. <laughs> he said on his show in front of 10,000 people. Well, you know people, what? Like, a lot of family members are like that. They only call you when they want something. Oh, Lord. And we, when they don't want nothing, they don't call you. Please don't get him going off. Lord, you're gonna turn into Corey up here. ATM. Look at Automatic, oh, I can't automatically Travis's money. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh now you did. automatically Travis's <laughs> motherfucking so money. That's the only time I hear from him. You should have hit it. See, you, you, see, you don't got you gotta had a timing for it. You could have hit it. Anyway. I see a dude. Corey a puppet too. I disagree. Sad as fuck, absent father. I, I disagree with Corey being a puppet. I think Corey is a person he reminds me so much of Patrice O'Neill, the guy who he made so many decisions to be against the system that now he's locked out of it, and it's like he's blowed up. Then none of these comedians ever said Cat was wrong, just defended their reasonings. Yet the white the white guy Gary Owens confirmed what Cat said. Now I agree with Anna Regina, but if Corey was like Patrice, he would have been packed out. I will say this: I agree with you about it's kind of crazy. The only one, the only white guy that came, the only person that came out and truly. Like was def- agreeing with him was the white guy, but the white guy also needed the attention he can get. <laughs> Gary Owens, since that divorce, I mean, his um, his, Patrice was bitter too. Rejection is a motherfucker. Yeah, Patrice was too. I'm I'm in my I'm in my listen to Patrice O'Neill one time, and he made a comment. I think he was like it was like a couple years before. Well, by the time I found out about him, he was already dead. Dude like that. Dude like bitter black uh, no. male comedians. By the time I found Patrice O'Neill, he was already dead. So I'm listening to old content, not knowing he's dead or whatever. And he made a comment. He said, you know, I'm afraid to make it now. This is later in his career. He said, I'm afraid to make it. Because if I make it now, if I, if I actually go do what I don't want to do, and it turned out not to be that bad, and I become successful, I'm going to look at, like, I spent 20 years going against the system when I could have went with it, and it's not even that bad and worked. So at some point, you, you, you become your own worst enemy because now I got to stay here. Like somebody made a comment about Allen Iverson. The character that Allen Iverson created was the street hood dude who's all for the hood, the image of the hood. He's almost, he's 50 now, so close to it, and he's still dressing like he's in his 20s. Because mm-hmm. if he wears a regular button-up and some, it's going to be seen as him selling out. So he's trapped by his character. The same with Corey. He's trapped by the character he's created. F the system, F Stephen A. Smith. But then when you saw Stephen A. Smith, you took a picture with him. So, kind of what happens. It's hard to see bitter men who think they are funny. Patrice walked. Patrice talked about the Illuminati hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrice joke about Natalie Holloway had me in tears. Natalie, that angel. (laughs) Corey not touching. Corey not touching that at all. He's getting his bag. Patrice gave no fucks. That's kind of crazy you said that because it was Corey that actually inspired Patrice, as Patrice admitted. Uh, Patrice admitted that Corey Holcomb, he saw Corey on stage one time performing and he saw how just raw he was about it. And he said, how you do that? How you get it? He just told him, say what you want to speak. Da, 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 da. 
And that's how Patrice became the guy who would say whatever he's thinking without censoring himself. So it's kind of crazy. Anyway, the comedian's still beefing. How long you think before Cat says something about Dave, by the way, to close this out? Oh, and I forgot to mention this. There's a little bit of bitterness from Dave because yep. that interview stepped all on your special. Nobody even knew you had a special. And people who did see it said it was mid. That's hate. But so, you did, Dave. That was hate. You kind of stepped all on. He stepped all on your special. So you might be a little bit angry at that as well. Yeah. Shout what? out to the mystery man. What up? What up? What up? Hey, guys. I'm back from my vacation on Aurora. How did it go? <laughs> you got tested afterwards? Oh, uh, The real came from the fake. He's not going to say anything about Dave. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I agree, Kifa. Uh, nothing to say about Clone Dave. Yeah, he said, said enough. enough. <laughs> I think Cat gonna go away for a few months. He'll do his show uh, tour. <laughs> and you're not gonna hear from Cat for a while. You talking about Aurora? Um, I'm also looking at Shannon Sharp. This is the last on this. I'm sorry. When we about bring somebody else up, we're looking at Shannon Sharp doing 50 million in two weeks, and now you're doing these other interviews. that's getting five and six million. It's like you gonna be looking for that again. I don't think so. I think he is. I don't think so. It's addictive. I guarantee you. To get that type of attention to your channel, to see that number, that amount of growth that quick, you might start looking for certain interviews now that you wouldn't normally look for. I don't know who. We'll see. But we'll see. Peace mystery. It is what it is. All right. This is a quick story. We're not going to stay on this long. Kevin Hart loses bid to get uh, the formatory Tasha K video removed. What are we thinking? Tasha wins. She got her first dub in the court. Hey, she told you she bite. <laughs> So he tried to get a video taken down when she interviewed his former secretary. They said, oh, you can't prove. He tried to get a temporary restraining order. They said, you can't prove malicious intent. You can't prove the, where you would defend that. Is she intentionally that. targeting you, trying to harm your reputation? Yeah, Can so it's like, that? we can't do this. So, Although, Yo, that trans dude looking like Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike Epps said, putting on a wig on Shannon Sharp and he looked like Medea's sister. <laughs> Holly Weird is dead since the pandemic, so y'all think we're going to get played by the slaves using the strategy to make money? Question. Uh, Aurora, you got penicillin. <laughs> penicillin don't work no more. Penicillin don't do shit for these new diseases this new, out here. These, this new stuff don't resist to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, she Regina's was gonna say, "How you know, celebrity? <laughs> How you know? Hey, <laughs> celebrity is dead. I agree. The pandemic kind of made people get sick of them." You, they telling you to stay in your house and they got a damn pool and four bowling alleys and a whole basketball court telling you to stay home. Like, man, you don't kiss my ass. But uh, yeah, Kevin lost his case. Uh, Tasha K. Messi as a two year old classroom. <laughs> hey, man. A lot of messy individuals out here. It is, definitely. All right, let's see this. Damn, I don't want to show the picture first. I want to show this first. There was a dude at a Ravens game. That looked like Martin Luther King. Like, he looked just like him. So, it was hilarious when people found out that he was married to a white Tasha woman. Tasha K working with the feds, too. Allegedly. Nah, she ain't laugh. <laughs> ain't nobody went to jail from, uh, from her. Actually, Polite. How? He was, she was the one that released that. Uh, was it Polite? No, she exposed him getting arrested. Which was a good thing. Yes, I agree. But he's the one person that went to jail that she's talked about, I guess. 
Yeah, Martin Luther King. Somebody said this is Martin Luther King. If he would have stuck with stay with the white woman that he wanted, he'd still be alive <laughs> watching football. <laughs> if he would have said whatever to you Negroes and went on with his life, he might still be alive watching football. <laughs> anyway, the Baltimore Raisins. <laughs> she said feds came to her to do certain interviews. Oh, I, I wouldn't be. Oh, so oh, oh, she's saying that they come to her to interview certain people so they can get information out of them. What? That's, that's some crazy black dude. That's crazy as fuck. Can we give him a shout out? Yeah, yeah. What up, uh, uh, Kata TV? Let's think about this man and his Martin King in an alternative life. In another this life. Is what he all, this is what he had a dream for. I had a dream. <laughs> little black boys and little white girls. <laughs> man gave him what he wanted. Yeah. He living George's dream. LOL. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> That shit. Uh, George, George, George. All right, let me George go. is proud of him. And he's proud of it. Talking about Taylor. He said Taylor Swift ain't got no ass. I let her do. Let her do some squats at a gym. Them AI pictures gave us some ass. We gonna get to it. All right, I'm pretty sure he watched that shit too. Them AI pictures had him in a frenzy. But all right, quick story. Not going through this too long as either illegitimate son maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Martin Luther King had a lot of he hoes. He was out here slinging it, uh, allegedly, by the He had a lot of hoes, CIA. so I wouldn't be surprised if he had some kids out here that, you know. If he get, if he couldn't get hold to a white woman, he would, you know. And pause for a second. Uh, rest in peace to Michael, what's that, Michael? Martin Luther King's youngest son. Dexter. Dexter, who recently passed away. Um, Leave my man with a dream for the white cream alone. <laughs> All y'all got white cream coming... I ain't right, reading that George, shit. Bro. God damn, you're so vulgar. George. Come on, man. All right. Quick story. I don't know if y'all ever watched the WWE. When I was a kid, I didn't really watch it, but it was something I knew existed. I watched some of it. I know we some of the characters. It. Not consistently, but... Not consistently, but yeah. Former WWE employee accuses Vince McHon. McHon is how you say his name? Mc... McMahon. Mc... Mc... McMahon. Mc McMahon. Of sexual trafficking in a lawsuit. I didn't know that dude. His last name Dexter. Fuck him. <laughs> what? Damn. No, that's Michael. That's Martin Luther King's youngest Why do I keep son. Him Michael. Martin Luther King's youngest son passed away. That, his name was Dexter King. Yeah. Even though Martin Luther King's real name wasn't Martin Luther Michael. King. Michael. Regina gave you the backstory on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, in a lawsuit, a woman says uh, McMahon hired her at a pro wrestling company in exchange for sex and then abused her for years. <sighs> All these scandals is coming out. Y'all, y'all gotta understand. Dexter White. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gotta understand. So y'all didn't like the show Dexter. All these stories are coming out. I want to get to these text messages that she released to prove that he was using her, trafficking her to other people so that they can do business deals. So let me show <laughs> this right here. The girl, uh, we super, exactly. Now I'm not going to read all this, but I'm just going to read some of this to make a point. This is what he said to her, apparently. I love it. That's you, Janet. <laughs> you just can't get enough, can you? And the future's going to be so Lord. bad that you'll be uh, you'll demand to be F twice a day and not just with so-and-so in three ways. Why not let others see that beautiful, voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you... So y'all get the point. <laughs> he even had... It's a white man involved, so you know he was going to have this in one of the text messages. Fascination. Um, your last picture, you need your panties... Ripped off by three big black, and he went on to talk be more about explicit. the fantasy of her being with black men or whatever. I gotta ask a question. Vince didn't keep paying 
her hush money. Exactly. And she was down and kept doing it because she's a freak. Now, she didn't show none of her responses to what he said. We got bro, we got to ask the question. If I hire you... Hangs up on Trump. Hangs out with Trump. If And by, and by the way, guess who now runs the WWE? Who? Rahm Emanuel's brother. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Rahm Emanuel's brother, Chicago. One is, one is uh, associated with Obama. Sure, he went to Epstein's Island. He runs the US, uh, WWE. And WWE, as you know, purchased the UFC. These crackers thinking about us all the time. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> We got to ask the question, though. If you went to this man for a job and he gave you the job with the understanding that, that he wanted sex assignment, you, and you say yes, then and then he offer you to go have sex with other businessmen and you say yes, and then you decide to say no, but sue me and say I suffered, uh, sex trafficked you. Like, at some point, do we not put the onus on you for saying yes? You could have said no. you damn right, but they don't hold them at no accountability. Because now you have um, Brock Lesnar allegedly being put in this because there's a situation where it says some WWE superstar he sent nude pictures to this superstar to get them to agree to come back to the U uh, WWE after going to the UFC right superstar and after that he laid with the woman told her told her that part of the deal for her to deal with this superstar was to sleep with her she did it and now Brock Lesnar is being said to be that person allegedly mm -hmm. and it's like when you weren't trafficked, you agreed that you just did it. She's a white woman. Like we can say it's it's weird. You have a power dynamic there, understandable. But you can say no. Hollywood is a sex trafficking industry. A lot of participants are willing participants. Man, if you go back and look at nineties movies especially, all those women were pretty much doing softcore porn. She changed, she changed her mind. mind. Exactly. She changed <laughs> her mind and now it's it's, it's sex trafficking. All right, bro. I'm not saying he's not a sick weirdo. I'm saying he's these text messages look like a freaked off rich man casting cows to the max. <laughs> Just like a freak, a freaked out uh, rich man who do this to women that is around him. Last thing first, facts ruminate over black specifically, but whole culture. HBO After Dark is soft core. That's all. You look at the 90s movies. What's that uh, infamous raw character? He was sitting in the room. With the cops, and then she opened her legs and showed her. Oh, uh, that's what uh, 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 I forgot her name. Uh, Cheryl, uh, um, all those female actors, all those white female actors from the 90s was softcore porn actors, pretty much. <laughs> Sharon Stone, that's it. There she goes. Somebody got it. Shout out, Mystery Man. Sharon Stone, basic instinct, basic instinct. That pretty much was softcore porn. That her entire character. So it's not surprised that that exists in Hollywood. We know it existed before that in the early 1900s. They used to go get prostitutes to play the, the female characters, but more freak-off news <laughs> for Duke to make it rain for them uh, scandalous bunnies. <laughs> All right, Vince Nick, uh, McMahon named Black Sex Toys. After Good movie, though, LOL. <laughs> Vince McMahon named Black Sex Toys after black WWE wrestlers and white sex toys after Caucasians in a suit. Now I'm looking at all these wrestlers. And I'm looking at what'd you do, The Rock. I'm listening at Ray Mysterio, Catwoman, and Batman away. Returns was a real freak. What's his name? Uh, Mark Henry, strongest man in the world. What happened to all those actors? All those wrestlers. Joan Crawford went Cat Williams on Hollywood before Cat. It got her. 
Quick. <laughs> Joan Rivers. Joan, Joan Rivers. Joan Crawford. You mean Joan Crawford? I mean Joan Rivers? Maybe like maybe I got the wrong name. Hold on. Let me look this up. Joan. That's the one that said that Michelle Obama was a Oh no, this oh. person. I'm sorry. No, Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I see it now. I see Michelle it, I see Pfeiffer. It. Yep. Crawford. You Jackie go through the was 90s. Toy 2 in WWE, and she recently said she wanted to go back. Dad. Vince a Freemason 2. Kifa, that's right. All right, let me play this right here. This is a this was a, a skit from the actual WWE. That's a big-ass woman. Perform- yeah, it's his daughter. So this was the actual skit they was doing for the show. This is for the fan. This is actual live. So in this, she actually made a, and this is where you go into the whole, um, the thing where people who do the most sick stuff always leave breadcrumbs to let you find out they do it. Why would because you they write, get a kick out of it. Why would you write a script? And I don't know if he wrote it, but why you? Why would you allow a script to be written about your daughter saying that you sent her on business trips at 17 with business part, partners they to have sex shit. with them in order to get deals done? And now you're accused of it. What? <laughs> oh, what up, what up? Uh, oh, really? Chante. The real ruthless aggression area. George attracted to women with sweet personalities. Catwoman had mental problems. LOL. <laughs> oh, oh, my. my. Pause. Peace, Peace fam. <laughs> Her underwear definitely had dick holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> she did, and she gets the milk. If you know what I mean. Exactly, Regina. What With the hell? LOL, don't remember this. I used to watch this crap in high school, <laughs> LOL. But wrestling in the 90s as well, they used to have whole, in the early 2000s, used to have whole uh, sexual role play things in the ring. Like it was, Wrestling got weird. And with the pay-per-view, they used to go crazy. But anyway. I don't remember that type of stuff. Wrestling used to be crazy. So this is another guy who's tied with it. We don't got to go into that. Another business partner that's tied in with it. Um, so that might be Triple H. Uh, he run the company now. He passed it down to him. So Triple H. What was this? Is it deleted? Oh, my God. No. Fuck it. y'all. That shit was hot. <laughs> what? <at> hot. <laughs> now, this, this is right here is what brings it all down. Look at this. Vince McMahon, McMahon in 2013, look what he said. Partying with Diddy. Oh, shit. Look, man, if you attach to Diddy, I'm just saying. Diddy. <laughs> if you attach to Diddy, there's some people coming at in our face. I don't know what he did to piss somebody off, but everybody that's ever been attached to this man is getting jammed up. <laughs> Diddy. <But> damn. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just a simple tweet. Vince, no. All he said was partying with Diddy. He that's told it. on himself. That's all he said. <laughs> Why did he tweet that out? That's weird. 2013, Diddy had the best parties, remember? He used to brag about how good his parties were. Oh, the old, and old white dude came Allegedly. In, and then the white dude came in, now he got the best parties, and now Diddy up out of the picture. I'm just saying. Have look, you ever... <laughs> somebody posted this clip dude, of... Chris Brown? Yeah, Chris Brown. Have you ever been swallowed? He was, he was copying T.D. Jakes. Have you ever swallowed up, <laughs> swallowed up. <laughs> Have you ever been swallowed oh, up, swallowed up? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Vince up out of here. He stepped down already. They already kicked him out of the company. Uh, he's no longer tired of them. It's over. I told y'all he was hitting dudes. <laughs> Have you ever been swallowed? Uh,
Uh, Vince is the original Papa Bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Damn. So we got Diddy, Diddy Jakes, Leslie Tyler Perry. We don't know for sure because nobody leaving blue, leaving Blues Clues for for us. He won't Christian just say Keys a name. did not come out and say Tyler Perry, so we cannot throw him on. He leaving Blues Clues. It is what it is. And now we got Vince who got hit twice. He got hit just two years ago. He was able to just step out of the limelight. Please make that sound on your board. LOL. <laughs> Have you ever been swallowed? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> She crazy. All right. Let's get to something else that's not important. We talk about a lot of not important stuff right now. But anyway. Taylor Swift furious about oh. AI-generated fake new images considered legal action. Well, they did you a favor compared to how your body really looked. Hey, them pictures that they had her with a uh, with a monkey. Because that's that. a man, baby. <laughs> Allegedly. Um the reason Taylor why this really, they don't play about white women. The reason why I know about this is cause Travis don't be on social media. And I don't either. I don't comment at least. Yeah, I really, you be on social media. Stop lying, nigga. No, let me finish my sentence. I be on there, but I don't comment. You let me finish my sentence. I don't leave. I don't tweet or leave Instagram <laughs> posts at all. They don't got shit to do with being on there. My you point see. is, the reason why I know this story is funny to me because the dude who posted the pictures is a, he was a dude on social media who was a troll who was known for constantly tweeting on social media how much he loved white women. Oh, like yeah. his whole persona on there was, I love white women. They're so beautiful. The milkman basically, and then he tweeted out the AI Taylor Swift pictures. And the Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift fans got on his what they call the Swifties, the Swifties, I guess. <laughs> they exposed his address, his real name, his real picture. Turns out he's a Somalian from Canada, all type of stuff. All, all the magazines and organic grocery stores had Taylor Swift, <laughs> so these pictures are everywhere. It got so bad, Trevor <clears throat> X or Twitter. When you type in Taylor Swift's name in the search bar, you don't it, it, you can't search her name on on a uh, X. The power of a white woman. You uh, can't Natalie even, Holloway. You, Natalie <laughs> Holloway. That ain't, you can't even search her name on Twitter no more. Oh, Somalian milkman. Yeah, he was a Somalian milkman, and he loved white women so much. And that's the very group that's taking them down right now. Good. White women. It's hilarious. Judgment. Instantly. Dark judgment. It's just a poetic justice. You can make anything uh, with AI. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not gonna show none of the pictures because they are not playing. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was nothing nude, by the way. There was nothing super lewd. Well, it was lewd, but it was no nudity. It was just pictures showing her in like scantily clad, like bikini or something. Um. So yeah. So Taylor Swift, Joe Biden, dead kids, fake AI content floods in. This got so big. That the White House is talking about it. You have Israel bombing <laughs> children. The Palestinians. You have a war going on. In Taylor Swift. And Ukraine. But you're talking about Taylor Swift. You have homelessness. Yeah. The economy. You have all the you're tapping you're talking about we need Congress need to do something about Taylor Swift in this situation with AI. Now there is a bright side of this. There's always a silver lining. If anybody felt like AI was moving too fast. And you're giving AI to the public was a bad idea. You're not going to see it get regulated now. These websites that allow you to just type anything in and get a picture, mm. they're going to be regulated. Certain things you type in is going to be banned. You can't can't look up, can't create certain images. Now, I agree with so and so said earlier. This tells me that they're doing this with. There's some sickos probably doing this with children. I'm sure so, it's out there on the dark web. So to all the people who are posting their kid on the internet. 
they're probably using your kid's picture to create lewd images. True. It's a whole, it's a whole nother nasty situation. Nasty. So let me go ahead and move forward. Little Wayne says Drake gets hated on for being light skinned. This some fucking bullshit. You know, I'm tired of this shit. Biracial people are not light skinned. They are biracial people. Light skinned is just reg- it's just black. You just happen to be a lighter a lighter brown. Stop confusing biracial people with light skinned people. We're sick of it. Uh, they say don't do AI apps or them image oh. challenges. Turn the AI will be the Satan back. Project Blue Bean. This is child, so childish. <laughs> like this is fucking crazy. Talking about little, Come on, bro. Little Wayne, how would you know? Don't you be under a damn rock? You said ain't no racism, ain't shit. According to you, uh, I just showed that to say, come on, come on, come on, little. Talking about Drake getting hate on because he light skinned. No, he's a pop artist, <laughs> nigga. Houston's viral brick lady surrenders amidst scandal for fraudulent. Go fund me campaign. <laughs> Shout out to the scammers. The brick lady who something is built like a brick house <laughs> inside of a warehouse. Inside of a warehouse. <laughs> so she turned herself in. I think she got her own bond for like 10K or whatever. So she's like, I got the money. Ain't shit. <laughs> Look at her uh Did AI star um, servant. Satan servant. Satan servant. Satan servant. But uh, <clears throat> got anything on this? Anything else? We don't talk about this. Man, I'm done with the big lady. Lock her ass up. There's going to be some more stuff coming from this, I'm sure. Because if you caught it with one scam, that's one thing about scammers. If you catch them with one scam, there's always another scam they was doing that you didn't know about. A web of scams. (laughs) It's a web web of them, always. All right. A few um, weeks ago, I made a comment to Travis that uh, in a good church, People get go. kicked out. Scamming us though. <laughs> <laughs> that people get kicked out when it's a good church if somebody in the church is doing something that is against Wicked. the moral. Go ahead. Uh quarter brick, half a brick, whole brick. Hey. <laughs> Travis saying that because Brick Lady didn't follow him like T D Diddy. Only you would know that, George. So I'm gonna show this right quick. <clears throat> this woman was kicked off. Kicked out of her church because she didn't go along. Was it the dress code? No, it wasn't a dress code. Oh, you didn't see this yet? No, I didn't. I wanted to wait. Let me show you. And this is from 2022. Look at this. <clears throat> Dear Brooke. Yeah, the letter dot, is dot, to, dot, nigga. <laughs> the letter is to inform you that it was unanimously decided on our February 9th business conference that your membership in our church should be terminated. Since you refused to accept the letter as we sent it in November that outlined the reasons for this action, I will briefly review them <laughs> here. You initiated a separation of your marriage to Josh without good cause, stating that you wanted to begin a relationship with another man. It seems you have no desire to keep your family together, and this is, has caused a great deal of hurt to you, your husband, your children, and many others. This is being unfaithful in your marriage vow that you took before God. You have continued to post many unchristian and even indecent pictures and messages on various social media sites over the past many months. You have also been a negative, very negative and critical of others in our church family. <laughs> I believe to try and take attention off your uh, real needs, which is you deny you have refused counsel or advice from our husband, from your husband, your pastor and many other close church family. 
who really care for you and have tried to help you. Brooke, contrary to what you tried to convince us, accountability, you are not really a very good place right now. Brooke, taking this action was not an easy thing for the church to do. There have been many prayers said for you and your family over the, the past year plus. There was a great deal of sadness in our meeting over having to do this. You and your family have been a very important part of our church for many years, and I know that we still love each other, love uh, each of you very much. We are hoping that God will show you his will in all this and that you will also desire to do his will. Please let him know if that happens. Uncle, please let this count. These what count the Uncle, please let's count the ways. I applaud this. Now look, they didn't even just kick it out. They gave her back her tithe money. I agree. It should be done more. <clears throat> Brooke sounds like white lady name respectfully. Well, this is a hand right here. I don't that's a brownish hand. Ah that look like a uh Now do at you at least agree? four layers of accountability. Would you do you agree with someone being kicked out of church for a divorce or separation? And not willing to work to fix the marriage, quote unquote. I think that's kind of I mean, I can understand them saying in the chat accountability. But you can't force somebody to be together that that don't that don't want to be together. Maybe they feel like it, it can't be reconciled. No, they she. The husband still wanna be with his wife. Well maybe she, so you're gonna force her to go it into ain't forced. <laughs> she won't even take counseling. She already got another man. That's that thank you. I was gonna say that. <laughs> She's moving on. <laughs> she done moved on. She don't want to I was surprised engage. To see, I was surprised to see in the comments people saying, damn, why they in her business? It's like, wait, it's the church. <laughs> They're supposed to quote unquote be in her business. I agree with the I agree with your thumbnail picture. <laughs> Who you? Valor God. That's true. It is a valor God, but can you force somebody to try to reconcile something that they don't feel is reconcilable? I mean, well, it's the same thing that happened <clears throat> in the scriptures when all the men of God were using the uh, law as a reason why they can divorce their wives if she do anything wrong. And the same reason people doing it now. If you got any sort of, what do call it, irreconcilable differences, that's really a reason to get me a, a divorce. Irreconcilable differences. You're not really given a reason. You just, I don't want to be together no more. Irreconcilable. It could be a disagreement on life, culture. You married me knowing what I believe. But sometimes people change and they start going into different things and it's not what it was when you first got married. And so you leave. <laughs> like what if what if you're Christian and then somebody ventures out and now they want to be Muslim? Well, they both, they can't use that. I'm just they're using an extreme no, example like to, you like to do sometimes. No, we're using this because they're both Christian. We know you want to stay on this because you glad you <laughs> proved me wrong. I don't prove you wrong. It's an opinion. This is what y'all need to There's no right for. wrong, I don't think. I watched a video yesterday. Black pastor's side chick tried to attack the wife while service was going on in front of the children. And he said, y'all ain't putting me out. So <laughs> oh, that was another one story. Remember that story a few years ago of a uh, pastor female who got pregnant? Look, she said he was also threatening to sue. LOL. Shaking my damn head. <laughs> I'm going to sue y'all. Uh, the church is weird because at the end of the day, counseling is voluntary and you can't kick them out unless they're carrying the church harm well, well she did the church she was, harm. They, they said she was publicly talking crazy about people in the church the church family they said that she was not willing to actually have counsel with anybody so yeah uh why would you want to go to the same church as your ex 
That's church is supposed to stand with God, Jesus, Allah, or Voodoo, Republicans, Democratic, Independents. Also, keep because Kifa, she might get lonely. <laughs> oh Lord! Now, why would you want to go to the church? You have to go. That's another thing. They had told her months in advance, "Don't come back here." They kept trying to give her the letter, and she kept denying the letter. Wouldn't take it because she's done. No, she's still going to the church. They keep telling her, "Don't." No, don't come here. She's still going. What well, they gonna have the police put put out? And then they then she talking shit about the people in the church. Why is she going there and not want, don't want to be with her husband? Well, what did she saying about the church? Well, we don't know the actual. She details. refused. She refused to follow the laws. See? And I know you agree with that. <laughs> anyway, people get kicked out of church. That was just all I was proving. It happens all the time too. All right. Let's you know see. the church has favoritism. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the this, church has favoritism. I wouldn't be surprised if the dude is like the son so or the let's nephew be clear on that shit. or the pastor or something. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they just don't want it there no more. Uh, shit, he might be trying to bring somebody else in there now. Well, she already got her, so she don't care. <laughs> she done moved on. She up the road. Said, Thank you. All right. Texas superintendent defends suspending black student over locks, hairstyle, and full page ad. Being American requires conformity go where you're celebrated not tolerated okay the superintendent came out and defended them suspending the black student over the locks and his whole point was as you can see in the quotes that being american requires conformity which means well what are you conforming to it seems like black people are the only people that have to conform but i'm saying what are you conforming to a standard right yes well who set the standard white people so you're saying that if you want to be in america you need to Conform to American standard, which is white standard, which is whatever we believe is the standard. So you're talking about integration. You need to in, you need to integrate yourself into the norms that we allow. Okay. I know of a single woman who slept with several married deacons. They got to stay, but she had to go. Cults versus well, church. They, they would have called her a Jezebel well, and a seductress. They, well, I'm going to tell you what they said. They're saying that she caused the dis the disruption in the church. Yeah. Because she's the one that is sleeping with these married men. She's supposed to, you know, Modesty. not come in and entice these men because they are servants of the Lord. So in that case, they should have put her ass out. What's that song? Uh, what's that song? What's that song with the woman was singing about? I'm going to take a clean up woman. Uh, Betty Wright. Clean is up it woman. Betty Wright? I don't know if it's Betty Wright. Clean up woman is a whole story. So community <laughs> push. <laughs> Regina, she wasn't uh, giving it up on a consistent basis. <laughs> All right, so let's think about this. This story been going on <clears throat> for a while now. When Double standards, Travis. Nothing but a cult. Shit was actually... <laughs> no, it's... Listen. Now, we could say the deacons were wrong. They are married men sleeping around with this single woman. Yeah. However, she... Should not be coming in trying to entice the deacons. Yeah, I mean, if you sleep with multiple deacons, you kind of was going. She's after coming them. in with a disruptive spirit. You, you ain't coming in there. You ain't get uh, bamboozled. You went in there looking for some. She. You trying to take somebody, man? Let's be honest. <laughs> you trying to take somebody? Man. That's exactly what she was doing. Multiple deacons. She was being a concubine for the deacons, pretty much. That ain't a concubine. They were just getting their shit off on her. Now that ain't a concubine. She was being a player. How she was. She had them running around messing up their marriage. The player got played because they put her ass out. Now she got to go to the next church and be disruptive. She'll go to another church and do the same and thing. And let's keep it a buck. She could have been a witch. That's true. 
seeking out men of the Lord no, no, to cause disruption in the church. Might have been sex magic. Damn right, call it. We were just talking about that earlier with Kanye West, and Kanye West is a practicer of sex magic, which is why every woman he dates, he pushed them as a whore. He celebrated Kim's whoredom the same way he's doing with the woman he's with now. So, well, maybe that's why he's not with a black woman because he doesn't want the black women have that whore's image out here. He likes to push. Maybe. All right, back to this. This story. What do you think? Quick response. Go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Brainly Flaws said it for well, you. We know that part. What do you think about the superintendent coming out standing on it? Like, no, conform. If, sue the ass if you can. Well, they could. They This is still going on, so I don't know how much they got, power they got to go forward. Sue they ass if you can. <laughs> if you can't sue them, you got to go to another school. So do you- All right, let me show you this. You didn't see this yet, have you either? Crown Act Willie Lynch. Uh, he should style it as a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got some niggas out here doing that shit now, so don't who, be surprised. Who you know one of them George looked like he would wear a mullet for sure. <laughs> oh, George. George. What's I, he, no, I ain't saying nothing. You gonna say nothing? Nothing, no. His, what was the song? I always keep my armor. What was the song? <laughs> no, I'm not ready. <laughs> okay. Don't try to, you know. Well. This ongoing story with this young man and his locks and American conformance is nonsense. The story and the 12-year-old boy getting arrested for public peeing infuriates me. It infuriates me, Yeah, we talked about that, too. That, they did that. They tried to make that little boy come in and do a piss test. <laughs> like, you got to come in. Like, like, he's a fucking Criminal. 30-year-old man on probation, and he got to come in here and piss to make sure, you know, he doesn't have any drugs in his system. Now, that is fucking crazy. That was crazy. And it took that for the mother to say, oh, this well, is way not, too much. Let's not go through with this. Let's get a lawyer. <laughs> okay. It's literally rinse and repeat every, every 12, 12 weeks. weeks. Yep. America is racist. Well, according to, uh, what's her name? Nikki Haley, America was never racist. But then she said she got picked on for being brown. So, yeah. All right, let's show this. You know about these elite exclusive clubs made specifically for this? <laughs> and TikTok, I don't have a TikTok. But every time I find one of these videos and it's on TikTok, I'm like, okay, I get why people, I get why people be on TikTok a lot. When you see that this stuff is on there, you kind of understand. What's up, Travis? You want to get on the mic and talk about this on ScreenYard? What we got to talk about? (laughs) Descendants of white colonizers. So I'm about to tell you might piss you off, but I think you deserve to know about something called lineage organizations because they really expose the hypocrisy of the whole anti-DEI slavery was so long ago, we need to return to a meritocracy crowd of white Americans. Because last time I checked, getting into elite societies based on your great, 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 great grandparents' decision to colonize the United States isn't meritocratic. So let's talk about it. So lineage organizations or hereditary societies (laughs) are social clubs where the proven descendants of certain historical groups meet, have these huge events, and carry out various projects throughout the country. But the historical groups in question are usually just the forefathers of white elites. Now, they doing their lineage too. This is why I always say with black people, we don't really go in their spaces and see what they're doing. We don't, we don't, (laughs) we always looking at it from the outside and worried about how to affect us. I've seen plenty of spaces, clubhouse, uh, live streams, where they're talking about something that's based on black people and it'd be a bunch of white, Hispanic, Asians sitting there just listening. What y'all talking about? They checking their lineage out too. They're trying to find out what they who they are, what they go back to, what their family lineage is. So they ain't just one side. For example, there's a Mayflower Society, which was founded in 1897 and requires direct proof of lineage from one of the passengers of the Mayflower that arrived in Plymouth, Massachusetts. 
And these organizations have both internal and external power. Daughters of the American Revolution, for Shout example, out to is Mama Pam. To their direct lineage to Mama Pam. What's she selling? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Please. Big Mama, you're on. <laughs> Mama Pam in here selling pig feet for five dollars. <laughs> George, what's up, Pam? Anybody want to have a heart attack? George say, "What's up, Pam? <laughs> we not buying." <laughs> Big mama, your arm. You don't need butter, you need ice. Okay. Y'all make sure that they don't put nothing crazy in the chain. Oh, okay. People who fought in the American Revolutionary War, and in it were people like former First Lady Laura Bush, suffragist Susan B. Anthony, and Senator Tammy Duckworth. And last but not least in this video, we have the United Daughters of the Confederacy, which you get into if your ancestors fought for the South in the Civil War. And as you can see here, they were hugely responsible for erecting Confederate monuments throughout the country and pushing the lost cause myth that the Civil War was about states' rights and not the preservation of the racist system of slavery. And there are like 300 others that exist. So even though many Americans still deny that the same racist power structures that created the country have any bearing on today, lineage organizations are perhaps the most in-your-face display that in actuality, people are still reaping the benefits of their white supremacist ancestors in the most explicit way possible. But did you know about these? Let me know in the comments and follow for more. What do you think about that? These white lineage organizations that are only for people who were, uh, whose parents were uh, taking over other countries and such. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, like a, it's basically like a, it's obviously a secret society type thing. Probably so. Oh, it is. <laughs> okay. All of us weren't wasn't slaves. Pay us for those that were. <laughs> All right. Survey at Florida Air Force Base discovers 121 potential. It's graves. difficult to listen to do the most vo with moist voices, no matter what they're saying. <laughs> Survey at Florida Air Force Base. Shout out to George. This is the article George had. Oh yeah, George. This is the article George put out. Well, it was a video on Facebook. Yeah, survey at Florida Air Force Base discovered 121 potential graves related to segregation era black cemeteries. There's a whole bunch of stories of these cemeteries being uh, covered up with buildings and such, where they just buy the land, don't care that it's a grave, and just build over it like it's nothing. Because it's black people. It's crazy. But I also want to say, remember, in the good book it tells you, in the last days the earth will open up and reveal and speak. <laughs> and it's opening up and it's revealing itself. So, oh yeah. Thanks, y'all. Much love. So just know that in the, in the coming years, you're going to see a lot more information come out of the quote-unquote ground. So let's see. But, yeah, anyway. Same thing happened with Alabama, I think. They had a, one of those situations. All right, canceling student loan debt for black borrowers is a form of reparation. To bullshit? Says NAACP. Age of Aquarius. Yep, here's why. As the push for reparations for black Americans gains momentum in some states and cities, dozens of organizations urge the White House to forgive loans for people of color. Is it a form of reparations? No. We want cash payments. Is it? Cash or nothing? you damn right. <laughs> well, NWCP is saying they'll take... They and then it's for people of color. It's not specific to uh, descendants of slaves. Yeah, so they're saying they'll take it. Well, so are we going to we well, let them have the, people that'll take anything? George will take this. Are we going to let them be the voice 
us. I'm sure George does not have a problem with that. Okay. All right, let's let's see what the NWACP. Speaking of NWACP. NWACP is a sham fraud. They released a video for the community. It's one where they're speaking about um, the things they want to do to help their community and build up and all this other stuff. Have you watched it yet? No, I wait. So this, this is the NWACP video for the community. It's one thing to thrive, but it's another thing to do it for us. What does it mean to be black and thriving? It means basking in our culture, our unique influence, our rhythm of joy. It means celebrating our community, our alma maters, our villages of pride and excellence. It means taking center stage, painting the town black, setting the standard on what it takes to be bold, talented, and revered. It means putting black America first. No need for beginner's luck. Now you see it says black America first. We've been doing this for culture, for community. We stand in the gap. We stand firm in our contributions, past and present. We advocate, we represent, we recognize. And when we vote, we vote and vote and vote again to make democracy work for black America. And we make that happen because of you, because of us. Because of them, we make good happen for culture, for community. Now, they say that, but when you actually go <laughs> to the actual thing, this is the president. It says, lastly, the NWCP is not a black organization. Many have this misconception white people were at the table when the organization was founded. Historically and factually speaking, the national NWCP and the local branches fight to preserve to protect civil rights for all people. So how the hell is it a black organization? How are they for black? <laughs> what the hell going on? <laughs> all Put right. Black America first. Boule classism. Okay. I mean, classes. Um, NWCP is a hoax. At the same time, they tell you college isn't necessary. The lies play the United Negro commercial where the dude got <laughs> where the dude got left on the bus stop. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, we can just go move on to the next part. National Coon accepted Anglo <laughs> people. Boston announces reparations task force that will study. Um, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. I'm tired of a fucking study. <laughs> God damn. Uh, and this is do. Mystery Man City, by the way, Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this, what, like eight months ago? Well, I guess they're just now making it a thing. They're just know. now doing this shit. <laughs> All the research, honey. Ever, uh, money ever spent could have been reparations money. The traitor hurts worse than the enemy. <laughs> All right, NYC bound flight passengers notice missing bolts on plane wing. What the hell is going on with the planes? 
I, I told you what my theory is, and that's why I refuse to get on a plane. Like all these, all these stories, boats now, and shit coming off the plane, doors being open, uh, flying open. They putting uh, people out of mental asylums on damn planes <laughs> to open up fucking planes to make your ass fly out the damn plane. I'm not getting on one. Study these balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're at war. We are at war. What the hell is going on with the planes, y'all? I mean, hey, I ain't, I ain't. We, I'm not getting on a plane. I'm getting on a Greyhound. <laughs> where they got rats, roaches, and bed bugs. That's where you would see me. <laughs> on the bus? Greyhound? Hell I'm no. I'm getting on a damn Greyhound. Hell no. Alaska. Oh, so you getting on the plane? Greyhound? People get stabbed on. Okay, people get stabbed on the damn. Hold on. We've seen stories. On the Greyhound, people get stabbed, beat up, robbed. It be rats and roaches. Yeah, I on got these a buses. chance to survive though. It's rats and roaches on roaches on the bus. We the visit Greyhound. family members that got that shit, so that ain't nothing new. We tell, we can fight off roaches. Here. <laughs> what are you talking about here? <laughs> All right. I know a dude who fuels planes. They be smoking, drinking, and fighting. <laughs> Turn over, right? <laughs> Talk about employment. man. Hey, Duke, don't be pussy man up, ride, ride ho. <laughs> hey, I don't know, man, about the bus. All right, Alaska Airlines CEO found many loose boats on our Max 9 planes following near disaster. I'm angry, he said. This happened to Alaska Airlines. It happened to our guests and happened to our people. All these, all these... Now, another thing I want to say is, sell the news. This is called, we lost in script. Things are lost in the script. So what, what are they really saying? Why are they creating the plug? Why would Alaska Airlines CEO come out? And obviously, this is a story now, because all these companies are, it's being revealed that all these planes are really not well, properly done. They're saying that, it, but they're also saying they're hiring people who are not um, quite certified. Mm-hmm. Like they're downgrading their employees. No, no, no. Because... we're not talking about. We're gonna get to that. What you talking about? The flyer. We talking about the people who are building the plane. <laughs> Why would you come out and say hey, our planes is messed up? You can try to. Is it? I'm just saying. Are they trying? You trying to say they're trying to scare people from getting on planes? I don't know if that's the purpose, but there's some reason they're putting the headlines like this out. And when you get to this right here, it says um, this is from a couple years ago. Boeing 737 uh, Max software outsourced to to $9 an hour engineers. Just recently. $9 an hour. $9 an hour to make the plane. Now, look at this. That's crazy. This is just as recent. Uh, Greg Abbott, he's in India during a during a tech deal. Uh, Texas and India are both a home to a thriving techn uh, technology uh, industry. Uh, Great to visit, visit HCL Tech. Headquarters today to discuss expanding their presence in Texas. Why is Texas outsourcing and doing business with? Hold on. India. Your life is in their hands when you're on that plane. All systems are going down. Shit's over. <laughs> He's trying to get ahead of the scandal to come. <laughs> I agree with that. Look at his hands. Freemason hand sign. God damn it. Now, I want to say this. I going to say that. Yeah, look at the hands. We've been uh, a couple, two years ago. Travis got into an argument with me on here about. Me saying that the infrastructure of America is terrible. Let me finish before you start huffing and puffing. I said the infrastructure of America before is terrible. And, puffing. and most of the stuff they use is from the six, really from the 50s and 60s. The trains, the railroad, all that stuff is old. The buses is all from the 80s. It's old. It's, this, 
Our transportation, our infrastructure is terrible. The roads are terrible. The bridges is barely working. This is kind of further proof that the entire society is falling apart when planes <laughs> are being admitted to be just barely well, no working. No companies are just trying to find cheaper outlets and save money. That's the same thing they did with the roads, the buses, the trains. At some point, the they don't want to spend oh my, money the trains. Trains stretching miles and miles and miles. You have to wait 10 minutes for a damn train. They don't Anybody to... been to Kent, Washington, and you're trying to wait for a train to pass, and you're sitting there for fucking 10, 15 minutes? A train is not supposed to be going that long. But you didn't want to agree. You didn't <clears> leave agree. America alone. Any press is good press, and the merger between Spirit and JetBlue Airlines uh, failed through. Now, you remember when we, we were watching a YouTube video and a guy did a comparison on three of the cheapest airlines that Spirit had to be one of them, but he said it was the best. Mm -hmm. And they try to paint Spirit as soul plane oh, type Spirit airline. Is, they, push, they push Spirit as for broke people. He said it's the best out of the brokest yeah, out of the, airlines out of, there are, though. Out of the cheapest, yeah. It's, it's, the wheelchair it's the guy is a high-ranking, black and white checkerboard floor. Can't believe they're all doing the Masonic signal. Yeah, it's all in your face. They don't care about your life, but they will save and collect that money. They want the coins. Facts on coal and who starts offers in chess. It's fascinating how much those hand signs show up everywhere. Sheesh. But when you point it out, you just crazy. Because they don't give a damn no more. It's like, it's, you're not going to convince me that everybody who takes a picture need to cover their eye, need to hold their hand in a certain way. You're not going to convince me that just a, a pose. You can't unnotice it. You can't unsee it once you notice it. That's true. I would ride on a Negro back <laughs> before I fly speed. <laughs> Bike. Oh, turn into a rickshaw. You'll use a rickshaw before you use spirit, huh? All right. Charlie Kirk. He said, if I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Now, they've, they've pivoted now. They were on critical race theory. Then they were on affirmative action. Now they're on DEI. Hmm. So he's saying that if he saw a black pilot, he would wonder if the person is qualified to be a pilot. You know why he's wondering? Because, yeah. He's saying that black people are But aren't. niggas say that, too. No, I've heard. I've heard black people say, I don't want no black doctor. No, I didn't hear. Yeah, Shit. I heard that. I have heard that. Negro people say that about their own who, people. Who was it that made a joke? They was like, if I got on the plane and saw a black woman as a pilot. I'm getting off that motherfucker. Who was that? They said in an article, uh, their article, he's going to say he don't want to have a black lesbian uh, pilot. He, also, would, he would question it. Keep in mind, this, but this is another one of these people. Again, non nonsense burger. Yeah. This nonsense is burger regarding This charge. is another person who says stuff for headlines, uh, purposely try to offend, the shock jock. Yeah, attention seeking. Yeah, ray, anger baiting. We, we know what he's doing. <laughs> so nonsense sure. burger. And that's why. burger is priceless. I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like, I'm so glad I saw the guy <laughs> with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit before we took off. And I feel better now. Thank you. No, I mean, about like, that. you want to go thought crime? Like, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Well, well, that's the you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. You no, wouldn't have done that not, before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't that's have done that before. That's not who I am. That's no. not what I believe. You wouldn't do. They did it. They did it in the 1800s, 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. Nigga, there's been way more unqualified people. There's a whole thing going on where they say black people should be allowed to be mediocre. 
because in a lot of these situations, the black person has to be two, three, two, three times better than the people around them. And they them. did a study where the um, it was white felons versus college-educated black men, and they still went and called back the white felons because so, they like we don't fuck with you. So this notion that black people can be mediocre at what they it's just insanely stupid. This is why, as much as we go against people like Tyler Perry and all these other writers and directors in black uh, movies and TV. You have to be. Uh, we have to be kind of okay with somebody being allowed to be mediocre. Well, DUI was not for us. Well, D D E I is D I E for them. Die. <laughs> There's way more unqualified white people than black people doing something. Like, that's yeah. just crazy. America is racist. It's insanity. But you know, when he sees that, when he sees that pilot get on the plane with his uh with his um his um what's it called. Damn. His tie slightly, slightly removed from his neck, and like he been sweating because he been drinking liquor the whole time. He was waiting for the plane. The, the damn pilot. We hear stories about pilots getting drunk, getting on the plane to fly, and passing out while they flying. What the hell are we watching? Those talking heads are they for real? I'm questioning. What did I just see? Neanderthals, aliens? What is it? <laughs> no, I want quality over opportunity. I'm just saying. There are stories about there's a, there was a story that just recently happened of a pilot who admitted that he was high as hell, got on the plane, went to sleep to sleep off his high so he can get up and finish flying. He put a uh, plane on autopilot. He got fired, but did he? Anyway, why well, make an article saying the researchers find uh, ratings based on black, Latino, Asian, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But the whole but, story. It, the whole article is really revolving around the U.S. born black. Exactly. So, so why include them? Not why not just make the article about the U.S. born black uh, doctors because they suffer the most. And, and what he's talking about it. This goes directly against this DEI thing being such a big deal. It says here in the Harvard study, ratings bias declined for young doctors uh, after a new review system was adopted. But the only people who was affected by this, as Travis just said, was the U.S.-born doctor. Researchers find rating bias against black, Latino, Asian, internal medicine residents declined, but gains were smallest for U.S.-born black doctors. So whenever people go to the hospital, (laughs) if they hear an accent on their doctor and they black, they're okay. But when they hear a nigga from where they from talking like, hey, man, (laughs) how you doing? She said, if I see a black uh, pilot in the airport, I assume he is the best in the building because there ain't no way they let him pass school without him knowing what the fuck he was doing. Exactly. He got all his hours in. He got every last hour in. If he white, you would know he still got his job. Want to go down a rabbit hole? Research Aaliyah's pilot. Mm. That was crazy. Rumor has it, well, we all died in 2012. Go ahead. Oh, well, if rumor has it that we all died in 2012, this would be like that show on Netflix. What's it called? Um, what's the show on Netflix, y'all? The play, uh, where they die on the plane and then they come back, uh, four years later. Hold on. How the fuck we forgetting them shows? A uh, rumor has it that we all died in 2012 and now we're in the form of hell. I'm starting to wonder if possible. Too many weirdos saying nothing, talking loud, while looking weird. <laughs> uh, it was called uh, Manifest. Manifest. Short was George. <laughs> uh, oh, you see this one? I don't know. Is it possible? Yeah, I saw that. This is scammer. He said, he said G, uh, Jesus told him to do it. <laughs> Jesus told him to do it. Colorado pastor accused of pocketing $1.3 million in crypto scheme says 
Lord told us to. More than 300 people bought Index uh, Coin, a cryptocurrency created by the pastor and marketed through his online church, which was deemed uh, illiquid and practically practically worthless. <laughs> What'd you give? The Lord told him to do it. <laughs> you know what? He had already been to prison mm. for scamming. And then at 22, he became a pastor. Mm-hmm. And then um, him and his wife just got together and started scamming people. So this was the long, this was the long con. But you know, this is what they do to to people in religion. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about the black church, mm-hmm. scamming people for their money based off of their religion. Yeah, well, yeah the that's why you can't be trust. And he's an online pastor. You ain't never met this which is a, man I, a day in your life, and you giving him money. <laughs> a Colorado-based pastor from an online church. Accused of pocketing 1.3 million through cryptocurrency fraud scheme, told followers in the video statement, "The Lord told him to do it." Uh, Eli Rigaldo uh, and his wife marketed their cryptocurrency at two Christian communities in Denver, saying God told the people would come become wealthy if they invested. The Colorado Division of Security said in a statement Thursday, "The coin raised nearly 3.2 million." The security division said at least 1.3 million of that went directly to him or was used for his own. Uh, personal benefits said a complaint filed Tuesday in Denver uh, County District Court. Uh, he could not be reached for comment in a video statement his followers last week. He said that the charges for the, that they pocketed, uh, pocketed 1.3 million are true. So he came out and admitted it. Out of the 1.3 million, half a million dollars uh, went to the IRS and a few hundred thousand dollars went to our home <laughs> remodeled. The Lord told us to do, <laughs> he said in the video. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What what would be your reaction if you found out your pastor was scamming the whole church and scammed you in the process? Would violence be an immediate reaction or would you just try to get your money back with this lawsuit? I would just try to give Well, in this instance, because he's online and you can't get a hold of his ass. <laughs> oh, he in the area. You would have to seek to get uh, get your money back. Be compensated for your money. Lord have mercy. The black church is Prince Hall Mason's. That's kind of true, yeah. Most of them definitely is a uh, part of that that class, but I mean, as far as with this, <clears throat> more than likely the people he scammed were older people who probably don't know much about cryptocurrency anyway. Ah, uh, they online though. But if you mean? know how to get online, I'm pretty sure you. What? A lot of these older Man. people don't know how to get online. We in 2024, most of the people know how to get online now. Not everybody. They do. It's very few people in this country right now that have internet access that don't know how to get online. They had to move with the times at some point. Let's be honest. Okay. 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 Next story. Um. Okay. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. said he's back in the game. Stephen A. been trying to get a headline, too. I ain't missing it. Ever since... Trying to get Shannon Sharp. Ever since Shannon Sharp went viral, you've been trying to get a headline the last two, three weeks, Stephen A. Well, no question. But anyway, Stephen A. Smith, absolute disgrace that Dems begging and aging Biden to run against Trump. He also said that he would <laughs> cook Trump alive in a debate. I think Trump. Sure he might. said an octogenarian should not be running for president. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith um, is calling out Democrats for relying on the, what's that word you said? Octogenarian. Such as a President Biden to beat former President Trump in a ballot box. And it's absolute disgrace. I think that's somebody that's 
70, uh, 70 to 79. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> it's an absolute disgrace on part of the Democratic Party, Democrats, liberals, progressives, and you're begging an 82-year-old man to run for re-election, Smith said on Tuesday interview with Sirius XM's The Howard Stern Show. What the hell have you been doing? Stephen A. Smith is a Republican. I thought he was Republican, too. Yeah, he is. He tries to now push this whole, I'm not either party, but he's in 2016, he told people vote Trump, basically. Then he stepped back when he realized how much people didn't like him, or some people. If Stephen A. broke, why does he keep jumping on these bandwagons? money no he's not broke but i do think he's keep in mind he's starting his own um his own network not network but he's starting his own show now it's, it's one that he's backing he's paying for he's no longer well he is still with uh espn but his own uh podcast or show he's completely completely controls it so he's trying to bring his to me he's trying to bring as much attention as possible to his platform he's going everywhere to do an interview he's getting as many headlines as he can get um so we'll see what have you been doing in the, that in the year in tw- that the that in the year twenty twenty four you have to rely on an eighty two year old to beat a seventy eight year old man with four indictments ninety one counts against him? How the hell are we sitting here in the year twenty twenty four and that's what you need in order to beat him? Not Nikki Haley, not Chris Christie, not even Ron DeSantis. No, you need an eighty two year old man to run for reelection because you could not come up or over the span of the last six seven years you can come up with a candidate that's more capable of beating Donald Trump. I think it is the ultimate uh, indictment against the Democratic Party. I think that they have dropped the ball uh, on a litany of issues, which are things I've told some of their to their face. Smith, who described himself as an independent, he said. Well, read it. I want you to read it. What? Look how she spelled it. Sassy wants attention. Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Sassy wants attention. <laughs> yeah, I think he wants some of them headlines, but is he, is he lying, though? Do you disagree? I don't disagree with what he said. I mean... I th- it's it's I I can't even give that opinion because you know they known for rigging shit allegedly. <laughs> so I can't say there's no way that Joe Biden yeah. is going to lose to Trump. I, I want to say so bad there's no way, but we saw 2020. So it's just like all right. Okay. <laughs> I actually agree with Stephen A. Smith in this. The Dems have miscalculated. Do y'all think Michelle Obama would win if she got in the race right now? We've been asking that question for six years. I don't think she would win. I think she would watch. I don't think she would win. I think she would watch Trump. Another question I would ask is, do we think that Trump's the Trump, the hate that Trump, the hate that people have for Trump is still stronger? Gordon said, no. Do we think that the hate people have for Trump is still stronger than the uh, hate people have for Biden? The polls say one thing, but when we talk about voting, people vote on this. Michael, people will not vote for somebody just because they don't like them. Can he really beat Biden at this point? No. I mean, yes, Biden can be beaten, yes. I think, well, like I said, shit (laughs) is known to be rigged. (laughs) I want to see them pregnant pics of Michael. Well, you know there's AI now, so they can make shit look real. (laughs) Here's the Biden hopes to quiet concerns about his standing with black voters. This is one state they have their eyes on and is one that doesn't matter in the general. Uh, Joe Biden and all but certain to win and win big in the first sanctioned Democratic primary in South Carolina early February. But the president's aides and allies increasingly view the contract contest as a critical, a crucial opportunity to quiet critics by demonstrating enthusiasm amongst black voters. A major portion of the Democratic elect, uh, uh, electorate there in the block with whom Biden is struggling. 
They responded by paying lavish, excessive, per some Democrats, attention to the state. Biden and Vince, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris have appeared in South Carolina four times alone this month. The Biden campaign announced on the ground outside uh, South Carolina way back in uh, early December before general election battleground states and their own permanent uh, staffers. A slew of surrogates have stomped there recently, and the campaign is investing six figures to pay advertising in South Carolina, including the television and black radio I stations. agree with On Cold 24-7. It's nobody out there to vote for. It ain't. There's nobody. And when you look across the entire scale, like I don't want to, I'm not vote. I wouldn't vote for Cornel, Cornel West. I wouldn't vote for John Jeff Kennedy Jr. I agree. And, and Regina said, in the dark web streets, rumor has it that Trump was the last president. Well, did we talk about, uh, you didn't talk about Greg Abbott with the razors. We'll get into that. Okay. So I'll save it for that. We'll get into that soon. Root work is voodoo. (laughs) Can't be white magic, herbalist, or healer. Makes sense for Juba. (laughs) Vote for D's. If D's win, I promise you. (laughs) Okay, George. (laughs) By the way, didn't they vote for the monkey in 2016? Malcolm X said it best. Republicans are wolves and the Dems are foxes and we are the sheep. Yeah, it definitely is. White House first chief diversity officer to lead the Biden administration. A White House official described one of Michael, Le- uh, Michael Leach's uh, most significant achievements as helping staff up the most diverse administration in history. Well, when I look up this damn staff, it's mainly tiny hats. So how is it diverse? <laughs> that, 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 is that all he's been hiring? But the dude who's the diversity uh, chief diversity officer is also he's, this. He's leaving. Yeah, and they said he worked closely with Biden. So are they hiring another one, or are they get rid of his position in general? They only created it just now, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did the same thing that Trump did when he created that position for Omarosa. Yeah. So we've seen Hollywood is getting rid of it. We see these corporations that get rid of this diversity shit. So now the White House is getting rid of it too. Is there another example of DEI? It, uh, apparently it is. They created a job just for this nigga. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, what George, was his job in the White House? I don't know. Uh, I can't say that because we might get... Um, yeah, don't do it. Georgia yeah. Senate passes a panel with subpoena power to investigate District Attorney Fannie Willis. Fannie done. Damn, Fannie. Fannie been fanning it. Damn, Fannie. I'm back. <laughs> Damn, Fannie. Fannie. What's going on, um, Fannie? She wasn't doing what she's supposed to be doing. Because here's the thing: when you go after some, Fanny says she was doing what she's supposed to be doing. When you're going after some people, everything is kind of sweet. When you're going after somebody like Trump, he's gonna find he's an old school, shady businessman. He's gonna find every inch of dirt he can on you. Look what he did to Nikki Haley. He made that story pop back up of having affairs and stuff. We all know we all know whites are racist. So why are we still playing a role in their supremacy? Because some niggas love it. So now they're going to do an official investigation on her. Fanny said it was worth it. In a vote. Uh, so she's probably going to be taking off the case soon. Then you All got... these black mayors wilding. That's true. Now listen to New York Post. Look Damn, how they titled Fanny. this. Look how, the... <laughs> Look how the New York Post titled this all. You remember and set it off? When um, after they robbed the bank for the last time and Dr. Dre saw the plane in the air. And he was like, damn, ain't no way they're getting out of that shit. <laughs> Fanny, ain't no way you're getting out of this shit. Now, listen to this title by New York Post. Fanny stands by her man. Atlanta DA cites confidentiality won't give records on Trump case. It reminds me of that old school movie we used to watch. 
on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Remember Lou? Was it Lou? Lou, you said you remember you put this chain around. Why you said? You remember when you put this chain around my neck, Lou, and told me I was your woman. <laughs> well, Lou, you're my man. You're my man. That's a lifetime classic. I don't give that a fuck what nobody says. What's her name? Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Damn right from Charlie's Angels. <laughs> but the she's original. St- so she's standing out with a dude. She's not gonna throw him under the bus. She's trying to protect herself and him. Then you see the root ask the question to the public. Fannie Willis can't make mistakes as a professional black woman, but Trump should be president? Question mark. Trump is nursing 91 felony uh, accounts and four prosecutions, and he's still a front runner for the White House next year. Damn right. So this this headline, based off the root, they all believe that she's guilty of what she's been accused of. Every headline I see about the situation is people saying that you can make mistakes and yada, 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 comparing her to Trump, which is if you're supposed to be the more... Uh, uh, morally, uh, more high ground, you're supposed to be against a person like this being in a position of power if you're supposed to be anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. But we know it's not really about Trump. It's about, I mean, it's not really about the actions he committed. It's just, you don't like him. So it is what it is. That's pretty much it. No, don't try to play your boy now. <laughs> don't do that to hey, Tim hey, Scott hey. now. Shout out to Tim Scott. And Tim I Scott. That's <laughs> fucked up what you're doing Tim to Scott. your boy. <laughs> That's fucked up what you're doing to your boy, Tim. Tim Scott dropped out of the race and immediately endorsed Trump. Alright, we can stop dissing him. Tim Scott dropped out of the race and he is now <laughs> kissing up to Trump because he's trying to get their VP offer. Mm-hmm. So I just love you. Tim Scott and Donald Trump's other challenge uh challenges fall in line. Did I even get the clip? I don't know if I got the clip of him saying it. Yeah, I'll play it right here. A president who understands the American are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Agent Lord. Damn. We need a president who understands the American people. I didn't even know he sounded like that. He sounded like Dave Chappelle in the skit. He kind of looked like Dave Chappelle as well, by Ooh. the way. Tim Scott. Tim Scott like Dave Chappelle? Like a, like a, beef, a beefed up fat virgin, fatter <laughs> version of... Uh... <laughs> I remember people just tell me I look like Mushmouth. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You had to go through that. Tough, man. Tough out here. But everybody looks like something. <laughs> something, not someone. Something or someone, however you want to say it. And I guess congratulations to Tim what Scott. What the fuck? Why he sound like that? Yeah, you see, uh, he's changing his voice because Look, he's standing George. in front. He's changing his voice because he's standing in front of all those <laughs> white people and he wanted to be more connected to them. Tim Scott, uh, I guess we should give Is him. Is that a- Julia Roberts? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tim Scott got engaged right before the presidential election, I guess. Uh, Look at that. All gums and no teeth. <laughs> Look at them. Have you ever been swallowed? <laughs> swallowed. <laughs> so you gotta put that little quiver in your voice. This is this is what gets me right. It's like we do know why you did this. You were a single man this mm-hmm. whole time. You run for president, and then you get a girlfriend, or you announce a relationship. We'll say that. Look at the hand. And right before the presidential election, you get a, 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 a fiance. Come on, bro. He wanted a Coretta. Fair counsel. Tim Scott is a great man like Jonathan see, Majors, I see. You see, you see alternate MLK is alive and he got his white wife. So Tim Scott said, oh, fuck God. y'all, I wanna live. 
He don't want no danger. <laughs> he ain't trying to get shot. <laughs> Tim said it's hot on them streets. Living with, you know, being in poverty. Tim said he ain't want struggle love. He throwing it up. You know, whoo, that's, they be talking shit about black men and nah, struggle love. Those soup coolers, he's, <laughs> soup coolers. I bet you. I bet his nickname is Timmy. Timmy Tim. <laughs> what up, Timmy Tim? Man, he's just like he got him a fiance now. He clearly believes that uh, he trying him, Vivek, do whatever. All of them are trying to push the Trump to pick them as the VP. Uh, I feel like Trump already chose though. Clearly went through an agency. Yeah, he definitely. She definitely a hired one. She remind me a lot of. Um, uh, uh, Tiger Woods' ex-wife, who was getting passed around as a maid, and then he married her. <laughs> How the hell you a maid and get anyway? Uh, I guess uh, he found value in that. Where's Honorable Sienna? Their preferences. <laughs> but I did. I'm not gonna listen. Look to this video. I want to read this headline from CNN. Essie Cup. Tim Scott is an example of Trump's emasculation of the GOP. They're probably in Aspen. That's a good one. <laughs> probably are. <laughs> Now, you see this? This headline said a lot. Tim Scott is an example of Trump's emasculation of the GOP. Yeah, when I saw that, yeah. It's kind of obvious. There was, there was a lot of, to me, as a black man, there was, there was a lot said in that headline that they used. They said Tim Scott is the example of emasculation in the party. You know, even though we just saw, we saw all this other stuff, but this is the, this is proof of the emasculation. When a black man is on stage talking like he from down middle, middle white Texas, Saying that people tired of being tired, saying that he just love you to a damn white man. I just love you. Damn shame what they did to that man. That's a damn shame what he did to himself. <laughs> Tim Scott is beta blue pill, says the white liberal. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. All right, we're done with him now. Let's move forward. Now, this is a video. Remember the woman in uh, in uh, Georgia who was arrested, quote unquote, indicted with Trump. Black woman, I think. I guess you say she's black. Uh, she's a MAGA supporter. She put up a um, GoFundMe to get money for her um, uh -huh. her case, so she can afford legal help. She's only gotten like a thousand dollars out of like the forty thousand she needs. So MAGA not even getting behind it. Listen to what this MAGA supporter had to say to her. Appreciate yeah, we're just introducing ourselves. The MAGA people got to stick together. It's one country, one flag. So that's no, 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 no. Don't talk about MAGA people, but the American people. The American people. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, Tropic, you are my co-speaker. You can say whatever you want, but don't, don't you ever tell me like I am, I am like. I'm Chase, right? Okay. Is, that, is that true? Yeah. Is that true? Um, hashtag black. Black Chicago for Trump. Trump. That's what it says. Hashtag black yeah. Chicago for so, Trump. So, so, so who's Tropic? Do you know Tropic? Tropic? Yeah. I'm new to this whole Twitter space. What brought you in this space? I told you I saw my friend was in here and it showed up at the top of my screen. And so, who's your friend? Miss Trevian. Who's your friend? Miss Trevian. Okay, so so Miss Tredian, what brought her in here? You gotta ask her. You, Mr. Tropic, sent me a DM and said that you were he was gonna be in. You know, Miss Trop, Mr. Tropic, I say next time, don't ever fucking bring these people in here. Oh. I don't want to talk to them 
So this is what I mean, but you said, get the hell out of here, niggas. Go where you're celebrated. <laughs> thank you. Bro, thank, thank you, bro. You said it at the right time. He basically said, get your... Get, get your black ass out of get here. Get your black monkey Paul ass out of here. said it best. The end train is always on time. So you did all this, and this white man said... So much for the white hunks. Now... She went on to have a back and forth with him where he said, wouldn't it, this is the chase dude, the white dude that told him to get their nappy headed asses out of there. Oh, wow. Wouldn't it have been easier to simply leave my space and join another rather than pulling the race card with only a sound bite and meets, uh, meets your need to create drama. Nothing is ever, uh, nothing is ever unprovoked. She said, you call me a nigger and I'll say, thank you. Never bothers me. You belligerent ignorance, however, is recorded for all to hear. And once you revealed yourself, we uh, left expeditious, expeditiously. Reevaluate your life, good sir. Best of luck to you. Probably will still support. Oh, they did. She said, I'm still a Trump and supporter. Still, still nagging. It's like, they don't want you around. <laughs> the dude sounded drunk, though. But, you know, they say um, liquor makes a man honest, so it is what it is. All right, uh... Seeing a viral pro Biden TikTok, a pack might have paid for it. Oh, this is just an article pointing out that Biden has spent, I think, a million dollars towards uh, influencers to get online and speak positively about him and his uh, party and vote for him. I'm pretty sure you've seen people across social media making Biden seem like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Those people were paid to do that. Shit, that bread molded. <laughs> FBI and Secret Service are covering up their role in alleged January 6th pipe bomb plot, new evidence suggests. I'm so glad I saw this article. You may not remember this, but I'm pretty sure you do. Remember when the January 6th thing first happened, we talked about it, and they said something about a pipe bomb. Wasn't that where OC? No, no, no. Yeah, it might have been, she might have been associated with it. It was with OC. I could have sworn. AOC. Because it reminded us of that show um, on Netflix. Uh, the, um, I forgot the name of it. Where the White House got blown up. Where the White House got blown up, and then he was next in line to be president. I got into. I, I can't. I know you're talking yeah. about. But the pipe bomb is fake. I remember after this happened, I kept saying, "What about this pipe? Forget the for people. Y'all said it was a pipe bomb wow. there. Now they're saying it wasn't wasn't real. So I guess that was a part of the plot that they decided not to go along with. They decided to edit that out and not go uh, along with. Designated. designated survivor. That's it. Designated survivor. That's it. So it says video footage shows multiple agencies have lied about the alleged explosive devices and mishandled their investigation. Um, it should have been a national scandal. On January 6, 2021, the day the Capitol riot, a bomb nearly exploded at the Democratic National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C., according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Had it gone off, it would have killed Vice President Kamala Harris, who drove by the alleged bomb. It was in the DNC headquarters when the bomb was discovered. I remember this story, and I kept saying... Why is this pipe bomb thing not a bigger deal than them running in the damn building? 
And it turns out it's because it never it, happened. It was fake. So I'm glad I finally got an end to that pretty much. And Clarity. They, now they're saying that the FBI and them are trying to cover it up and not mention it and, and lie about investigations and stuff. My thinking is maybe the bomb was real and they decided not to do it. True. That could be it. If that bomb goes off, we really are looking at this completely different. Forget Trump and all that stuff. We talking about I think there was a it was too um martial law. I think it was too extreme. Yeah, I think they decided to mm, just pull back on that. <laughs> they decided we don't have to kill her. <laughs> Cause the camera here was the like, we ain't gotta we ain't gotta kill her, but you know. Let's just uh move forward. All right. All right. This the story. Greg the Greg Abbott declares Texas right to self-defense supersedes federal statutes as he battles Biden admin over razor wire at border. Go ahead. Did y'all see the video coming out regarding January 6th? And it didn't really look like a revolutionary nothing. Folks were uh, calmly walking in while the security was allowing them to. Yeah, yeah, we showed it. What was that? A month ago we talked, we showed it, showed the actual video from the website of them just walking around the halls and going on about their business. <laughs> Like nothing was happening. Well, this story, as Travis said, is it's strange. So Biden is sending people to the border to cut the bob, the wire, the razor wires, to allow them to get in. And I absolutely agree with the state of Texas. They have a right to defend their borders. It's crazy. Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Wednesday proclaimed that the lone state uh, star right to self-defense supersedes any federal statutes. To the contrary, I agree. I mean, a feud with the Biden administration over border security. So he's now saying, forget that. We're sending the, um, what do they call it? Um, Goddamn. The state, not the, what's it called? They're sending the um, the border patrol. Yeah, they're the, having the border patrol people do it. And the other, what do they call the states? Not the state military. What is it called? Um, the state troopers? What? Uh, not damn, I forgot the name. Anyway, he's sending people across the state to about uh, across the border to defend it. They're ignoring Biden them and they're building more <laughs> razor wire situation. And like, forget you. It's kind of a good idea. We're gonna create this so now we can go. I mean, it, they're putting it on the top of the the fences and they're just putting it randomly outside so you can't even like get to National it. Guard. Thank you. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't know why I can think of National boy, Guard. Boy, no keepers, not public. I mean, one. Clinton killed this video out now too. <laughs> now he he released a statement and he told why that he was why he was going to do this. And he gave the bulletin points of his decision. Uh, Welcome immigrants for 2024 voting. They're probably going to take it down. We'll see. Now keep in mind, the Supreme Court is the ones who gave Biden the right or the ability to go and cut the barbed wire. Now, it didn't say that he can't put more barbed wire up. It just said that he's allowed to cut it. So this is what Greg Abbott and a few other states are already starting to go against it. Now, this is getting closer to that civil war we've been talking about. The National That's what I was about to, when I was going to make that comment. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's just, this could. that's the reason why Regina said that on the black webs, that they said that Biden was the last president. Mm -hmm. Well, if shit keep going the way that it's going, we know there's already been some animosity between uh, the White House in the state of Texas. Yeah, the governor, yeah. And in that show, Jericho... Yeah, they didn't want to pop it off. <laughs> Texas was the ones that ended up having uh, control. Yeah. Because they, won the, they the won, war. won the war. Yeah. So you got a situation where multiple states are now allegedly willing to call in the National Guard. But here's the thing. 
if I'm not mistaken, the National Guard is still government control. So they need to create that. This is why in Florida, DeSantis started creating and training a local militia. Yeah. yeah. DeSantis yeah. started training a local militia. He didn't just go with the National Guard. So that's still ran by Biden. Or at least he could take funding away from it by uh, Biden. He could take the funding away from it. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, they probably going to start a local militia. So, or those National Guard members are going to have to flip and, and say, we're not going to do it. Now we're talking about a civil war. We Americans are getting played. I watch a video regarding this and the math ain't math in between the headlines and the videos coming out <laughs> because Spanish claim white. Well, they white facts. Cause we are, we're recognizing the BS and Congress needs new folks to easily manipulate with the lies. Most immigrants are already here in strategic places like yeah. the democratic States. And they're trying to put, Oh, they put them in Arizona too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Civil War movie coming soon. Texas and California teaming up. Hold on. It's funny because right now we see what's going on with Palestine and Hamas, and you see that movie getting released called Origin. If you see a movie about a civil war in the next year, <laughs> predict the program is all I'm saying. All right, understand. So wait, what, what, what are the Negroes going to do? Are they going to stay in their places or are they going to migrate? Well, we post a, we post a watch. Worry about ourselves. No, I'm talking duck. about are we going to go back to the South? Are um, we going to stay put where we are if shit pop off? Well, you, don't want, you just don't want to be in cities. I don't know where you, what, what part you're going to be in, but just don't be in cities. In the videos, the guards on the end were just letting folks come across while laughing at the other end. The guards were being more Yeah, uh, we saw aggressive. the video where the, uh, the dude was bringing them through the uh, the hole, the Mexican dude, the uh, what they call him, the person who brings people along, the uh, smuggler, and he just... Shrugged his shoulders at the end, like, hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> Walked off. Nobody's here. Right, understanding the Supreme Court's ruling on razor wire at the Texas-Mexican border. We already talked about that. They allowed him to cut the water, cut the uh, wire. Uh, border standoff between Texas, Fed intensifies as governor defines Supreme Court Look at that shit. Ruling. Look at the wire. Like, he had that shit nicely. <laughs> like, you, you, like you can't even here? get to the fence to get you, over the bob wires. Because if you just put it on top, I'm going to throw a damn rug over it. And just climb it. But you can't do that. You got to... Well, how are you going to get through that? You got to take time to cut Man, that. man, they'll get cut the fuck up. Go ahead. Uh, the determining factor is you buy, in their, you buy into their fake reality like getting the jab. That's true. Uh, Regina said it looks staged. Yeah. It looks like they're letting them through. <laughs> and then they're making a... Uh, it's crazy because if you look at Texas, they're complaining about all these immigrants coming into Texas. And then you're sending them deeper into the country which is New York, Chicago, um, uh, D.C., Arizona. You're sending them deeper into the country. Police, military, and FBI in the insurrection. And then you're sending them to black areas. Yeah. On purpose. On purpose. So it seems like the Republicans are just doing a Democrat Strategic dirty work. places. It seems like the Republicans are just doing a Democrat's dirty work, though. But anyway, GOP governors have already sent troops to Texas amid Civil War fears. So you see in the headlines, is already there with Newsweek. Uh, let's keep going. <clears throat> Meet the black Chicago Democrats. I'm sorry. Let me just redo this one. Meet the black Chicago Democrats who sued progressive mayor Brendan Johnson for housing migrants in park that's crown jewel of their community and won. So they stopped the shelters from being built and being used for migrants. But now you have um, landlords of buildings 
that are empty, allowing the migrants to just move in because apparently it's so cold. Even though you knew you were coming to Chicago. I've said that so many times. <coughs> Y'all going to places that you know is cold. That don't make no sense. Go somewhere where it's hot. Two wings of the same bird. My granny used to say the dick pooped under the same cover. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hold on. Okay, we we back. I'm making sure. All right. So that's going to be videos now. What's going on in Chicago? As you can see, check this shit out, y'all. They is moving furniture up in here now. Like they got furniture. <laughs> They got, oh, yeah. This is them moving into the um, abandoned apartment building. In the black area. In the black oh, area. Baby, yeah. What's them? They look like. So she's just standing there watching. And she's taking a back. <laughs> like, what the hell going on? She's like, we can never just do this, go into this abandoned building and just start taking furniture up in there. Never. Now, this so is who's turning on the lights in the water? Exactly. And this is Jamal Green. He's obviously a person in Chicago of importance. Let me show what he had to say. Yeah, look, look. They the fuck just got up in there. <laughs> they just got up in there. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Damn, they just got up in there. This don't make no fucking sense. It don't, lady. You right. Yeah. It says, uh, it gave the address and it says 40, 50 migrants have broken into building. The property is being rehabbed. There are several people standing in front of Chicago, Chicago scanner. So yeah, they just doing whatever they want to do. And so from a very young age, I saw myself as a fighter and that's what led me to the city council. And I know maybe Adama who's here with us. Uh, she's now arguing uh, against them taking funding away from shelters. That she's saying that basically they're not making enough shelters and spending enough money on them, the migrants. They're going to bring up the stats, though, of the money they spent. And the other children who are cradled uh, Chicago, with these parents Chicano. will also become the fighters that we need to continue the legacy of a city that continues to be a place where refugees will migrate to. New York City has always been a city for refugees. And right now, as folks escape slavery conscription political says slavery who's escaping slavery the migrants how the fucking migrants escaping slavery turmoil economic and social injustices we have to be a city that says this is an opportunity for us to expand right to shelter this is an opportunity for us to see dude i'm in the back looking shady yeah <laughs> <laughs> our schools as an opportunity to recruit and retain wow. bilingual educators, bilingual guidance counselors and social workers and librarians. This is an opportunity. So Mayor Adams, you, you can and have the time to eliminate these cruel, inhumane, unjust directives now. Unjust? So you guys are just allowed to cross the border and nothing's supposed to happen to y'all? It's unjust. Not giving them enough money, apparently. Group of new, newly arrived migrants allegedly behind a string of burglaries plaguing Chicago suburb. Find oh, yeah. your tribe. What's mm. going on? Wow. 
Manu Konuto. Wow. Bullshit. Crazy, man. I forgot to mention. Now, this right here is a video where this dude was talking about. This is in, this got to be in Kingston, Philadelphia. There's a channel on YouTube called Channel 5. We watched it before. He went to uh, LA, San Diego, or San Francisco. One. One of them, Mexican criminals. And he put out a video of him and he talked about. He found out that a lot of the quote unquote black on black crime is not black on black crime. It is cartel. Uh, it's a cartel drug war with pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> a cartel drug war. And we've been saying this about Chicago, especially that it ain't just the black people killing each other. It's, it's too much uh, strange stuff going on in Chicago to believe that all them shooting is coming from one group. That don't make sense. Trank prices are kept fixed by the cartel. The original crooked veterinarian at the top of the supply chain doesn't sell to the Trank brothers or anyone directly. They sell wholesale to a broker who works for a Mexican drug cartel. What are those guys like? Sturdy. Very sturdy. They want to do what I'm doing. Do they kind of control things on like a high level? Yes, they do. Prices. People lives. For my own safety, I don't want to say which one, but the cartel sets a fixed price for xylazine bottles and closely monitors Trank as it travels down the supply chain, particularly as it moves from the Trank brothers onto the blocks, like Kensington. If any blocks are found to be cutting and weakening Trank to maximize profit or getting xylazine from outside veterinarians, they would almost instantly be killed, and the cartel doesn't have to do it themselves. They can get you touched without even being here. Really? Yes, sir. They'll drop the price. Just like a bag on somebody's head? Yeah, no problem. And that word just kind of circulates around? In the past year, though, this market has become increasingly difficult to regulate due to an overseas manufacturer called Hanhong Pharmaceuticals, which is an unregulated company based in Wuhan, China. This company, which should be a household name, is funded directly by the infamous Wuhan Institute of Virology. But I like having a YouTube channel, so I'm going to save my cross-analysis for a later date. Anyways, Hanhong Pharmaceuticals was recently revealed to be the company solely responsible for selling fentanyl precursors to the Mexican drug cartels, who then bake these chemicals in a laboratory into pills and powder to import into the United States. Because of the success... And they import it through the migrants. <laughs> and then exactly. when the migrants get across, this, they go to the mob, people in, in their country, they tell them, hey... We want to send your son or your daughter to the country. We'll pay you a certain amount of money. We'll make sure you get an American, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, you'll be able to be a citizen. All we need you to do is get over there and deliver this. Wonder why you don't have South American drug laws anymore. El Chapo was the last. They work with us now, or Zark. Oh, no, there's plenty of them. When they got rid of him, didn't his son take over or something? It's like four other families. Cartel families. Success of the open air trank market in Philadelphia, this company recently figured out about xylazine. And so, about a year ago, Hanhong began selling their own variant of xylazine, but instead of liquid, in a powder form for only $20 a kilo, which they've been attempting to sell to drug dealers in Philadelphia on platforms like Telegram and WhatsApp. Unlike the trade of fentanyl, which requires the cartel as a middleman to bake the precursors, Hanhong's invention of powdered xylazine allows them to cut out the cartel as a middleman and sell directly to dealers. For a period of time, this was a real game changer for Trank dealers. However, this majorly weakened the control of the cartel, who had already set a fixed price for liquid xylazine bottles, leading them to impose a death sentence on anyone caught receiving or trading powdered Chinese xylazine. This green light on someone's life, however, is imposed remotely. Because Philadelphia is so poor, all the cartel has to do is contact the city's gang leaders through private channels with someone's picture, their name, and a price. In the following days, a feeding frenzy for that person's life will ensue. 
three gunmen. So they're using these gang members as pawns to go against pharmaceutical, a pharmaceutical company in Wuhan. <laughs> this is crazy. So some black people, not all these are black people, obviously, are dying because they're in the middle of a war between a cartel and a pharmaceutical company. Mm. <laughs> we stupid. Exactly. Shots in broad daylight, killing a 19-year-old man who was sitting on some steps. From an outside perspective, it may look like gang warfare or just simply black-on-black -black crime. But it's actually a proxy war between Chinese corporations and Mexican drug cartels. For this reason, the advent of Trank in Philadelphia has led to a major spike in homicides. And almost nobody has a bigger target on their head than the Trank brothers. I forgot. It all went back to niggas to killing niggas. Good Lord. They allowed themselves to be a bond. <sighs> anyway. Those families broke... Uh... Rage deals with Big Pharma, hence the pill push on your TV. Oh, yeah. It wasn't um, fentanyl. That's a Chinese, what's it called? And it went, it's going through Mexico to get into America. Fentanyl the same way. All right. Retarded. Put the link to the video, Duke, in the description. All right. Um,. Minneapolis high school cancels classes after wild, allegedly race-fueled brawl drew in parents to adults arrested. So apparently some Somali kid called a black American at Jarir, which is a term for nigger, called him a Jarir, I have you said, and it led to a brawl in the school. But it, it, it technically wasn't a brawl because it was them on her. She got jumped. Yeah. When I think of a brawl, I think of two opposite groups coming together. Well, it was, more, one another. It was more than just three people. What do you mean three? <laughs> no, it was a lot. Yeah, I know. It's a, but then she it, told It's like they one. beat her in a moment, though, didn't they? Well, I guess you say that, yeah. This video reminded me of, you remember the video where the, the little, the Muslim girl was sitting in class and the white girl was picking on her. And then the black girl got up. And then and the black girl beat the white girl's ass. And then they stopped it when she got up to stop the bully. Stop defending these other uh, black immigrants because they don't defend you. This is the second time this has happened. I've seen the story come out about these Somali people attacking black Americans. So. Some of y'all just thinking about the next. I was going to show this, but this is not important. This is Roland Martin basically defending the idea that we need black immigrants in the country to help bolster our numbers so that we can get census dollars. Would you agree with that? I'm not going to show the video. It's a little long. Roland Martin is making the point that we need black immigrants because we need them to be part of the numbers so that we can get more census dollars. Now he says something that wasn't true in the video, maybe by mistake where he said that black immigrants or immigrants represent 10% of the population. You could have just played a video when they really represent 10%. It's four minutes. You want to play it? Do y'all want to hear the Roland Martin video or? <laughs> I'll play the first like 30 seconds. Six months to a year. Wrong. And, and, I, and I get these black people. Man, they, they coming over here. Uh, they taking our jobs. Wrong. <laughs> he said. <laughs> this is, listen to me, black people. These white supremacists got you using the same language. That's right. Using the same language as them. Keep in mind, this dude's talking about something wrong, and that's right. 
you, this same Negro that claim all this revolutionary talk and your ass is sitting there taking pictures at the White House. What are we doing? How are you so much of a revolutionary and so uh, such a such a person that want to destroy white supremacy and you taking pictures at the White House with politicians? You want to shake hands and ass like the rest of them. And I already know. I know all you FBA B1 dumbasses going to run your mouth, do your videos. See, there you go. He an anchor, baby. Uh, he Haitian. I'm not. <laughs> and if you were, so what? Right. Mom and right. daddy from here. Grandparents from here. Great-grandparents from here. My maternal, paternal ancestors migrated from Haiti. That leads I mean, you Haitian. That means that you're Haitian. Thank you for <laughs> finally coming out and saying you're Haitian. Well, one of them was from Haiti, apparently. His great, 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 great grandparent, one of them was Haitian. But, oh, and by the way, for all you dumbass FBA and B1 people, black immigrants account for 10% of the U.S. population. That's what? not true. It's the black, they account for 10% of the black, um, the black population, not the American population. Which is only like what? Then that five, would, if, if you're saying that they're 10 percent and we supposed to be 13, then they they would be saying 23 percent of the population is black. No, no, no. He's saying that they're he's saying that 10 percent of the population. He which just is the, misworded it wrong. Yeah, but that really would only be five million people versus 40, 50, 60, or whatever. And so when we're talking about congressional seats and we're um, talking about apportionment, we're talking about census dollars and stuff along those lines. Guess what? Those black immigrants are included. So right. you're going to want that 10% because, see, you're going to want the number of folks who are black immigrants who are in Minnesota. You're going to want those black immigrants in Somalians. Houston, largest Nigerian population. You're going to want those black folks from Liberia, black That's folks right. from Bermuda. See, th this is when I need our people Come to on. stop listening to YouTube economists. Come on. Uh, TikTok anthropologist and uh, Instagram political scientist to understand the larger picture what we're dealing with here. You have to create a functioning system where you are processing people properly and then where they're also going. Because the last one I make here is this here. <laughs> For all y'all people who are sitting here, who are freaking out, guess what? Black and brown immigrants is what has changed the population shift. How did we go from talking about black yeah, you, immigrants to now black and brown? Y'all can't stay on a cord. What up, Katie? Roland is annoying. Roland, he Uncle also beat me to it. LOL. Uh, he went on to say that basically it doesn't matter if these people, these demographics are aligned with you. You need them purely for the numbers. And I'm saying you don't want to be connected <laughs> to someone who don't align with you politically. That don't make sense. All they're going to do is undermine you. It's just silly. Go ahead. And that's where the vest is getting swallowed. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna get that, keeper. I'm gonna get that. <laughs> swallowed. Have you ever been swallowed? Anyway, uh, he's not B1. He's a descendant of slave, not a descendant of slave. Well, he said three of his grandparents are. So he's Haitian. <laughs> oh, by the way, since he's talking about that, the separation has begun completely. It started somewhere else first. We saw this. I can't remember what state it was, but California. Might people tell you they are believe them, Dr. Myangelo. It's true. I'm also an immigrant. 
California becomes first state to break down employee data by ethnicity. Uh, <laughs> so as you can see, when you look it up, it has black or African-American. It has a descendant of a person of, of or persons who were enslaved in the United States, not a descendant of a person or persons who were enslaved uh, in the United States, including, but not limited to African, black, Caribbean, black, or other black. Damn. Descendant of descendant status is unknown or choose not to identify. So it's only two. You either you either in or you out. You either black American who descended a slave or you're not. Or you can choose not to choose one and say it's unknown. You don't know. How many people you think hitting that one? No. The last one. I think most of them are gonna hit the top one, even the ones who ain't. But once Sad. they once they realize, you know, so you did, there's no benefits in selecting the second one. Then in America, socially and politically, there's no benefit to saying you're you know, sad case. So it is what it is. They, they been did it for the Asians. They did it a while ago. Pacific Islanders. But I, I, there was also an argument I saw about a Hawaiian dude. Tua, the NFL quarterback. He said, "I'm I'm from Hawaii, but I'm not Hawaiian." I didn't know that. In Hawaii, there's like four or five different divisions amongst them. There's this. They're not. They're not Hawaiian. It's like calling the person who's. Um, no, it, it would be comparable to Asian because it's a continent. But yeah, you made the point that he's not Hawaiian, even if he's from Hawaii. Go ahead. I think there's a black uh, gatekeeper group on YouTube in the conscious community. I need a show. Who's watching? Taking shit and swallowing spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. So what you think about this? Uh, fully in support. Very of good. Very good. Very good. As of January first, California became the first state in the nation to dis- disaggregate your data. For his black population by ethnic lineage, thanks to the bill uh, co-sponsored, authored by Assemblymember Chris Holden from Pasadena. Holden is a member of the California Legislative Black Caucus. California Department of Human Resources questionnaire requests newly or rehired employees to voluntarily self-identify their race, ethnicity, and gender for the state to track and evaluate equal employment opportunities and non-discriminatory employment practices more accurately. People who are already... Uh, newly hired or rehired, they gotta do this anyway. Mm-hmm. So you would have to mark. There's nothing. What you would have to mark the top one. What the Senate of enslaved people in America. Well, that's what I. That's where my lineage comes from. How many people at your job have to do that? One. One other one. Two. Okay. Yeah, two. Okay. So this wasn't. Do I want to show this too? I want. I want to show this show. That he was able to change it. This is a dude who's from the UK. But he was able to sound like he's black American. Time ago, but it was time ago. Like, it was like two months ago, time ago. You know, you know what I'm saying? So one of my brethren, he asked me, he was like, what do you feel like your life would be if you lived in America all your life? And if you can't tell by the sound of my accent, I'm British. But I'm also American too. So before I can even dig into that, I have to explain my background. You get what I'm saying? You see, my mom and my dad, they're both Nigerian. I was born in Munich, Germany. They had me in Munich. Shout out Mikhail Balak. That's my favorite football player of all time. But after I was like three years old, man had moved to Northampton, England. So I was staying there till I was like 10. So I've really spent 10 years in Europe, you know. And by the time I was like 11, 10, man had to move to North Carolina. Hopefully you lot know that's in the United States. <laughs> that's jokes. Broski, living in Northampton, England is drastically different from living in Kinston, North Carolina. The UK and the US already different as hell. And them two places, hell nah. Living in America, 
Plus, living in the South of America, I learned how to be country. I learned how to enjoy this hot-ass weather that be happening. I pole as hell. It was just raining yesterday. Now the sun out. It's booming. Northampton weather and really just UK weather is gloomy. The sun barely comes out. It be rainy. North Carolina here, bro. Sun be out. So I reckon you lot understand that when I moved here. Bro, I went from listening to JLS, bloody, bloody, what KEB, Labyrinth, example, Plan B. Bro, when I tell you I was on the airplane, I only had two American songs Fake on my Idris. shit. <laughs> I had Stronger by Kanye West and that song with Pharrell and Snoop Dogg. I drop it like it's hot. What I'm making is TD Jakes is Nigerian. <laughs> the accent. Bloody, bloody, what the fuck? If he cares. didn't show his British accent first, you would not know he was British. And oh, the I wouldn't know he was Nigerian. And I can sniff him out. And the point people were making was this cosplaying, this ability, a caricature, to, this ability to completely engulf yourself that much, to where you don't just sound like an American, you sound like a Southern American from North Carolina. <laughs> that shit is cool. That shit is crazy. Fake Idris. Fake Idris. He faking on this. He might got a better accent than Idris Elba. Idris Elbow. Moving here with just my mom and my brother. Mine ain't have no dad. So here, living in America, I feel like man really just learn how to be more masculine. Cause like all my life, I grew up around women. Like even in the UK, I grew up with women, straight women. Like I love women. So going to school, I just learned through my friends. I was like, I see what they do. I like even with little things like girls and how they talk to girls, all of that. That's how I learned. I really learned how to be a man through just like living in America. I feel like. So in conclusion of me living in America, who would I? He also said he learned how to be we black. We don't try to imitate them. He went on to say, because I'm not going to play the rest of it. He went on to say that he learned how to be black in, yeah. a, in masculine Time in America. What do you think about those comments? <laughs> do what you got to do to blend in, sir, I suppose. <laughs> but if I was in North Carolina, I would have sniffed your Nigerian ass out and said, that ain't no black American. How would you have sniffed them out? I, I, they just have a certain look about them. Yeah, you know damn well you want to get. Have I ever been wrong? Yes. On a Nigerian. Yes. Who? You've been wrong. On a Nigerian? Yes. Can you there's tell been, me who? There's been people you said weren't Nigerian and was. Who? What's the girl name from uh, the TV show? They got canceled. But written. Oh, damn. You talking about the heavy set lady? Yeah. Yeah. You had an organ playing? <laughs> love me at church. What's it? What's the name? confess this scene. Love, love, love. Um, what's it, it wasn't love. Was it Lovecraft? You Lovecraft. The the, the 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 chubby chicken Lovecraft. You swore up and down. She well, was she was stacked. So you I thought got she was attractive. Let me see what you really is. Any woman that's attractive, any black woman that's attractive, Trevor try to claim. That's a lie. That's true. You claim it because you thought you she was attractive. A handful guy. Yes. Wow. See, you see black people lie on anybody. <laughs> they, would tell, they would be like, I swear to God. Yeah, right, nigga. Swear. Right, How long have we been going? Take the time. Only place to learn about black. I'm oh, sorry. What did it say? 240. That's going to be a short one. Okay. All right, go ahead. You are born black. You don't learn to be black. And that's what the brother that said. That sister is beautiful with her chocolate cell. I'm just Trevor thought he was American. Trevor said, look at that little old American girl. And then he And then she started dealing with that white man in the show. That really ticked me but off. But then in real life, she's with a black American man. In real life, because she, she got that black American uh man spirit on her, and that's why I was a little, you know. Oh, you was, I was uh, confused. <laughs> I didn't know. She had your flustered it, and she didn't give you the vapors, did she? 
that sister will stack <laughs> in the right place. I will say most times black, with black American men, they don't typically deal with Nigerian Unless women. they stack. Yeah, they don't really deal with Nigerian women. If they date an African woman, it's normally a, a, a Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Mainly a Ghanaian. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Or they go get one of them bowling balls. <laughs> I ain't never. They don't never happen. That I ain't happens. seen that ever. It does happen. I ain't never seen it. Young Jeezy uh, baby Somali? mama is uh, Eritrean. Somali? Ethiopian. They don't happen often. I ain't gonna say never then. They don't happen often. They typically stay okay. within their culture, but yeah. All right. Final words you got for the people. Oh, thanks for viewing the channel. Did we tell them we was watching the show Beef on Netflix? Y'all got yeah. anything out there? Y'all watching? Y'all find anything? Did anybody take Brilliantly Flawed up on his suggestion of reading the damn book? <laughs> Over the weekend. Oh yeah, we're gonna finish watching beef uh tomorrow. We'll finish watching that tomorrow. The last three episodes. I thought it was a pretty good. But show. yeah, thanks for viewing the video. What show? Did y'all have y'all been watching any shows? We were talking about beef. Ah, uh, we uh yeah, we started watching beef. I wanna see when to finish watching beef. We gotta finish have any of y'all finished watching uh Bel Air? No, we gotta finish watching. I read my, I I read read my, my kids, kids. LOL. <laughs> Have any of y'all finished watching Bel Air? I gotta finish watching uh, Snowfall. I still ain't finished watching that. Travis sound like, like Opie. So you should do a, Jones, a song on a video on Jim Jones. It broke my heart when I when I found out uh, years ago Peace that Jim Jones victims people. were all black, and that Jim Jones went to a black pastor to learn how to do what he did. It was a black man that taught him how to convince black people. Follow uh, him, and then he killed him. It's sad. No, George, I believe you like that. I I believe you love beef. Since I started watching the Family Business on BET, another Tyler Perry craziness. <laughs> what was that show last week you brought up? Oh, I can't remember the show you. It was a movie I think you brought up. I said I wanted to see. It was crazy. I can go check the chat. But anyway, are you, you said your final words already. That was my final words. You're saying thank you for watching the video. Thank That's you, you for watching say? the video. Be sure to hit the like no, and subscribe no, no. button. You, now keep got me mind, out here begging he was supposed like a to, hoe. He was supposed to say that at the beginning. Got me out here on a street corner <laughs> trying to have somebody pick me up, <laughs> selling me out like a prostitute. All right, man. Anyway, really appreciate y'all giving us y'all Saturday, spending some time with us. Um, you could be anywhere. You're here with us. Really appreciate Green the support. Clark put a book out there. No, he did Awakening of a Natural Genius the Black Children, Dr. Amos Wilson. Uh, he watched with the uh, all right, George. Anyway, man, please like his it on the way out. stay on beef and sausages. <laughs> please like it on the he way out. It. Please share it if you can. Really appreciate the support. And as always, y'all be safe. All praise to the most high. Peace, man.